The following program contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Two, one, two, one, two. The Get Off My Lawn podcast is back <clears throat> in full effect. And this is your man Jay, aka JC, aka Jay Caesar, aka Law T, aka Hip Hop Taliban. That's where you can find me on Twitter at Hip Hop Taliban. And I am here with Mamelo, my man. You on point, Dre? All the time, JC. Ah. Oh, oh. There we go. There we go. So, this uh, episode of the podcast, for anybody who's listening when it drops, will uh, know that the hip-hop community suffered a huge, huge loss and uh, unexpected and sudden with the death of Malik Taylor, a.k.a. Fife Dog from A Tribe Called Quest. And anyone who's listening to this far into the future, uh, he was, I mean, key. He was was important to the group as uh, take whatever your favorite rap group is, Flavor Flav to Public Enemy, uh, Eric or Parrish to EPMD, what have you. And he died at the age of 45 from diabetes-related complications. And aside from the fact that there's an artistic loss, um, everybody who's on this podcast is a man in our early 40s and uh, you know we just lost Sean Price not too long ago he was in his 40s 
Fife, while granted he had uh, his medical issues, still, whenever someone that you, in your peer group, especially someone that you, uh, uh, I don't want to say admired, because I didn't exactly admire him, someone you are a fan of their work, uh, passes suddenly, you really kind of have to step back and take a look, like, wow, am I really... uh, appreciating everyone in my life the time I have am I doing all the things that I need to do to uh, you know make the best use of the time that I have left so uh, we're not going to spend the entire hour being sad and reflecting on the fact that we are middle-aged and don't have as much time left on the clock as <laughs> the we clock want is ticking. <laughs> right But we are going to celebrate the artistic legacy of the man called Fife. And we're going to do that in in a unique way. What we're going to do is we are going to take every verse that Fife spit on the first three Tribe albums because... uh, by the hip-hop Taliban uh, <laughs> accounting method, beats, rhymes, and life, and the love movement are not counted <laughs> in uh, in my tally of when I'm talking about tribe albums. So, you remove those. You remove those from canon. Yeah. Like they, they always say that they remove like Marvel removes certain things from canon. It's like, oh yeah, that that didn't happen. That never happened. Yeah. So, so those two albums, those whole two albums, didn't happen to you. Huh? Yeah, like they never existed. Poof. Um, yeah, so we're going to take the verses from the first three albums. We're going to look at all of those. And then there are a couple of other um, songs and remixes that were uh, fairly important to the, the Tribe catalog that we are going to also examine. So it'll be, it'll be interesting. Um, and Dre, you can kind of tell me what's your... What was your introduction to uh, the tribe? Well, um, I mean, I have a different. I think I have a different introduction to the tribe. I mean, musically, <clears throat> you know, I heard about you know, I got tribe like everybody else got tribe. I got tribe from hearing Q-Tip's voice on Jungle Brothers. Uh, I forgot what song that was. Was that Black, black and Black? Is black. Yeah, Black is Black. Yeah. So you know, musically, that's how I got you know the fact that Q-Tip was something, and then you know they would always people always shout their names. Mm-hmm. So you always hear a tribe called Quest, and you know somebody might say Fife or whatever, and then, um, and then you know their first, I guess their first single, you know, that left my wallet El Segundo, which is then I don't think I appreciated the song as much until I didn't appreciate that song until much later. When that song first came out, I was like, "What the hell are they talking? Like, what are they like?" It was just you know, Q-Tip was kind of rhyming off beat and. You know, it was a weird a story. It had his, it had props numbers. It had his Jimmy hats. He had to get it, man. <laughs> right. So I was just like, what? And, and then, you know, that's when hip hop was, you know, talking about silly stuff. Mm-hmm. But I just wasn't, wasn't, you know. But also, on a personal side, you know, um, my aunt and uncle and cousins, they lived in the same apartment, like a small apartment complex that mm-hmm. Q-Chip's family lived in. So they lived right behind them. So, wow. 
what I, when I heard that Q-Tip was rhyming or whatever, my brother saw him at a party and was like, yo, I saw John. His name was John. And he's like, I saw, I saw John. And I was like, who? He's like, you remember John? And I was like, nah. He's like, he lived, you know, for auntie and him. And I was like, by no name. And where they lived was right across the street from that drive cleaners that they standing on in front of and, and check the rhyme video. So, Q, so when Q-Tip's performing, when they're performing that song, he's staring at where he used to live when he was a little kid. So wow. that's what, so that's why it was so cool, like, to see when they did that video, everybody was like, oh, they're standing on top of Nuclear, which was like, you know, a very well-known dry cleaner on a main thoroughfare that everybody in Queens, you know, if you live in that section of Queens, you, you know, drive by, you're trying to cut through a major street or whatever, but they're performing on top of it. It was kind of like, um... Snoop performing on top of that record store yeah, in Long Beach. VIP, yeah. Right. It's, it's like the same feeling. Like, yo, like everybody knows it. So it was cool. But it was also, and personally for him, he's performing where he used to live, like directly, like he was looking at his old apartment right there. It's crazy. Wow. So, yeah. So, you know what else is crazy? What? The fact that you seem to be like, Six degrees separated from everybody in hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad my the, the checks never come this way. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I need those I need those set. Yeah, I mean yeah, it's funny. It's, you know, especially being being in New York, especially those New Yorkers. You always ran into somebody fight. I only saw a fight around the way like a couple of times. Like I never saw, and I guess it's because he moved to Atlanta. But I only saw a fight a couple of times around the way. Like, you know, on, on like 192 or 191, you know, on those streets, like those back streets, so I'm like, you know, by the, by the store, no name, I would see them. Yeah. But, but not often. But yeah, it's like only a couple of times I would see him. You see, you would see Q-Tip a lot, but you rarely see him. Rarely see fight. Wow. I mean, it's my introduction, I think, um, much like yours is, or, no, nothing like yours. <laughs> Mine was through MTV Raps and the Left My Wallet Nel Segundo uh, video. And that yeah. was... Yeah, that was... That was basically it. And it was such a... A different sound. And yeah. then what was out there and the video was bugged out and... Um... My thing was, being in California, like, I knew where El Segundo was. And, I, and my thing was like, how did they get here in two days and a, two and a half days? <laughs> like, <laughs> how fast were they driving? Right, exactly. And then <clears throat> it was also bugged out because, well, for people who don't know, El Segundo is a, a beach, a small little beach city here in uh, the LA area actually my son his high school is kind of on the border of El Segundo but that's neither here nor there but yeah like the video had a straight up like they were in the southwest and it was desert roads and I was like I, and that always I was like what are they doing what are they, what are they talking about but I love the song and right. uh that was pretty much the intro. Well, then Benita Applebaum. Yeah. And then eventually, but I still didn't buy the album. And 
I'm sorry, this I grabbed some instrumentals. But this clearly this isn't an instrumental. <laughs> this is just they turned down the vocals. <laughs> or it's it's those old school instrumentals where they would still oh, like be doing ad libs. Uh, yeah, it's a, uh. the TV track. You can still hear the yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um so then Benita Applebaum and then a cousin of mine, he had People's Instinctive. He had the album and he played it and it was just so much different than everything that I was listening to at the time. So, you know, I was I was feeling, I was into it. And uh, <clears throat> I think I was pretty much the only person I knew who had that album. So, you know, for what that's worth. <laughs> um, but here's how this particular show came about. Yeah, here's another one of those. For anybody who didn't catch what Dre said about the TV track, you want to explain what a, a TV track is? Yeah, a TV track is like a, it's an instrumental with ad, kind of like ad-libs in it or a special moment. So it's the parts of the song that if you're performing it on television, there, there are these parts of the song that you don't have to say or it's a part of the song that you, add, you have in for added uh, emphasis. So you can you can say, um, well, this part they have like the ad-libs. Like I said, the De La Soul ad-libs in this in this one. Yeah. But they'll, so they they might have the, the the emphasis part. So you might say, um, uh, here, like they they'll have the hook, and then they'll have a part like uh, just a just a bass and treble. Make my shit sound clear, and you have the you hear the make my shit sound clear, clear, clear. You'll hear that part of it. So you'll have like the end of a verse or end of a line or. So yeah, yeah, it's just like, and so that is like when you hear in the background. Usually, I just try to go straight instrumentals, but uh, because of the topic, I wanted to get some tribe stuff in here. And a lot of these songs, especially the ones from the older albums, oh yeah, they're probably you, not even real. Yeah, you can hear those. Like I can hear, <laughs> I can hear Red Alert or whoever it is yelling in the background. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, when when Fife uh, passed away, I got a text from West Coast Dre at like five o'clock in the morning, and and I was like, wait, nah, I figured, nah, I'm, I need to wake up because this can't mm-hmm. be can't be true. And sadly, it turns out, yes, it was true. And uh, so then that morning. I turned on the radio thinking like, all right, usually I don't listen to the radio, but I figured, all right, you know, the hip hop stations are going to have to acknowledge uh, this figure, this important figure in hip hop. So I turned on our equivalent of Hot 97 and they were playing, you know, the usual Fetty Wap, J. Cole, Trifecta, (laughs) whatever, and Future, whatever. So I said, all right, enough of that. So then I went to K-Day, or the new K-Day, which is LA's old school hip-hop station. So I was like, they've got to do it. They should have, like, you know, preempted programming. But he, Fife passed away on a Wednesday, and K-Day on Wednesdays does West Coast Wednesdays. So it's almost exclusively West Coast 
music and artists. Uh, but they at least acknowledged it. And, you know, they said, oh, you know, we want to send out, you know, prayers and respect to Fife. We lost the legend. And they said all the right things. And then they said, and now, you know, we're going to play this song uh, in remembrance of Fife. And I'm like, all right, you know, so far so good. And then they played Bonita Applebaum. What? Which he's not even on. <laughs> and I'm like, this is some bullshit. Like he's not even on the on the on the hook for nah, that song. He, nah. And so it it made me realize that people were saying, you know, I love you, Fife, and peace to Fife, and Fife was a legend. Just as something they knew they were supposed to say, like, I support the troops or children of the future. <laughs> Just some bullshit that people say. And you can be mean. whatever you want to be. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, so as I went through the day, different, you know, DJs and hosts would say, oh, you know, we lost Fife and Peace to Fife. And, uh, but nobody really did anything of significance granted you know he died suddenly so it's not like uh you know they had something prepared like oh okay and in the scope of hip-hop like if you're a real hip-hop head you know fife but he's not someone that comes to mind he's not going to be on your you know top mcs of all time list but um still they they had to have had someone there who could have done a better job than what they did because it was i'm not gonna say it was the exact opposite but it was different over here like they were playing tribe called quest a tribe called quest records for real that morning especially that morning and then you know i think dj enough did a mix during the day i think mr c came on another station that we have here he played a mix and they they were like we, I heard more a tribe called Quest on New York radio that day than I heard probably in the last five or ten years. Really? Yeah. That's good. I mean, that's <laughs> thank God <laughs> because <laughs> I, I couldn't believe I couldn't believe what I was hearing, and I was and I waited all day. Like, okay, maybe it was a little sudden this morning. They just got to the station. All right, let me wait. And throughout the day, you know, it was the same complete and total nonsense. People just saying, oh, yeah, yeah, Fife was a legend. Fife was a legend. We love you, Fife. And they went from, I think they played like, I don't know, uh, one of those songs from the love movement. Like, was it Find oh. a Way or something? And they, oh, yeah. And they, they mixed it right on into Fetty Wap and kept going. <laughs> I said, this is some fucking bullshit. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was horrible. It was horrible. Um, but did you happen to see the, uh, there was a weatherman in Atlanta who. That was, in, that was incredible. Yeah. It was uh, impressive. Yeah. For those who didn't uh, catch it, basically the weatherman, every time they would go to him for one of his, uh reports he would insert a a line from a tribe song into his his uh, weather traffic report and i'm gonna pull it up here i think this is yeah i'm gonna i'll play this so you can hear this let me 
drop the music down, pick up the volume, turn up the bass and lay low on the treble. Uh, let's see. See if we can get this playing. I was more on this in the impact with triple team traffic mark. Yeah, this rush hour coming with more hits than the Braves or the Yankees. Fred Warren Award Tour with Mark McKay, my man, going each and every place with traffic tracker two in his hand. Now, Mark McKay, are things ludicrously speedy or infectious with the slow-mo? Uh, infectious with the slow-mo currently. A85 is stacked and packed now heading into Midtown Atlanta. Fred with a crash south of 400. Tell your mother, tell your father, send a telegram. What can you show us, Mark McKay? Sometimes the definition of traffic comes sideways and straightways. Right now, Mark Aram is taking a look at trouble on the south side. Mark? Yeah, we had a report of trouble on the south side on I-675 on his way to check out that issue. Mark McKay's track record's longer than a DC-20 aircraft. Mark McKay, do that, do that, do, do that, that, that. You on point, Mark? Oh, we're on point, Fred. Absolutely. Seeing extra delays in from Stone Mountain Freeway, Highway 78. One for the treble, two for the base. You know the style, Mark McKay. Time to flip this. You can get updates uh, for traffic anywhere you want to go. New York, NJ, NC, VA. Or, of course, follow us on Twitter. It's at WSB Traffic. <laughs> that, was, that was just hot. Yeah. That was hot. That was uh, WSB TV. Uh, Mark Aram in... Atlanta. Now, if he can do that, you're telling me <laughs> that the old school hip hop station in LA can't do any better than Bonita <laughs> Applebaum? They couldn't even play it with my wallet and El Segundo? Nah, yeah. <laughs> that would have worked. Like something, that would have worked. <laughs> something. It was it was it was shameful. It was absolutely, totally and completely shameful. Oh, that's disappointing, man. And uh, I'll tell you this before we get into uh, exactly the Fife retrospective. Um, they always talk about how teenagers eat a lot. And my son eats a lot. Um, the other day before I was, I was getting ready to make dinner, he made himself a turkey and ham sandwich. Had a bunch of Doritos with it. Then I look up after he'd finished that, and he's eating two leftover slices of pizza. <laughs> and I'm about to make dinner. But while I get, okay, he's growing, and he eats a lot, what people don't talk about as much is how much they drink. And I don't mean liquor. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about water, milk, whatever whatever liquid is in the refrigerator is in danger when he's around. <laughs> because this morning I woke up and I was like, all right, I have some things to do. Let me just grab a bowl of cereal. I went, poured some Captain Crunch in a big bowl, opened up the refrigerator, and it was like Friday. Like, there was milk, <laughs> but there was just a little bit in there. And I'm like, damn it. Why are you going to leave just a little bit of milk? But I figured maybe there was enough milk to have a decent, respectable bowl of cereal. So I poured it in and oh. it was like, eh. It was enough to get the cereal wet, but it wasn't enough. So I'm sort of swirling the cereal around trying to get all the little pieces all moist, moist enough to eat. And I'm just sitting there like, damn. Like there's a there's a proper ratio you need to have in order to have a you know a decent bowl of cereal and 
I didn't have that. So uh, I ate basically some dry Captain Crunch. I could have done a, a, a John oh, man. Spoon. You better put some water on that damn shit. <laughs> Wait, you ate dry Captain Crunch? So so basically, basically, you have no roof for your mouth right now. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> even even with milk, the roof of your mouth is in danger with that with right. that Captain Crunch. It definitely is. <laughs> and so I'm like, man. And so I didn't want to. If I'd gone to the store to buy the milk, the the Captain Crunch that I'd poured in this bowl would have been ruined. So I ate it, and I had things to do. So I did that. So was doing work watching basketball and then I checked in with Dre to see what time we were going to start the podcast and uh so after he got back to me I realized I got about 15 minutes or so I said oh I'm gonna go make myself a milkshake and so I go in the go in the kitchen I get the get the get the glass go in the freezer grab the uh grab the ice cream and then I start to open the refrigerator door and I remember that somebody drank up all the milk. So I can't even have a milkshake. So I had to sit there and just eat like a bowl of ice cream, which is fine, but it wasn't a milkshake. And I bring that all up to make this point. That Fife, on his own, he wasn't the greatest MC. Um... There, there are a few very clever lines he had here and there, but he's not going to make anybody's list of top 10, top 20 MCs. Here's another of those TV tracks. Mm-hmm. That's not even a TV track. Oh, yes, oh, it is. Well, yep. It was. Yeah, it was. And, uh, but here's the thing. <clears throat> when you take Fife, who's, uh, you know, an okay MC... And you put him with Q-Tip, you put him with Ali Shaheed Muhammad, and you get a tribe called Quest, now you've got something spectacular. Kind of like how I had ice cream. Ice cream was cool. (laughs) But had I had some milk and been able to blend it together, I would have had a milkshake. A milkshake would have been fantastic. (laughs) And that's what Tribe Called Quest is the milkshake. Fife is the bowl of ice cream. He's cool on his own. That's cool. But you got to put it with the milk. You got to swirl it around. Get that milkshake. So, I like that. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Are, we, are you intending on going in order with these Fife lyrics? Yeah. You are? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I was going to request something. Just just, just a nice segue right here. Okay. Can we, can we jump ahead? Probably not, but you can go ahead and oh. make your request. I was going to say, let's go with 8 Million Stories first. Because 8 Million Stories, he starts off saying he went to call Bell to get a milkshake. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> the problem with that, with I would do that, except that's one of the few songs where it's just him. Right. In their yeah. entire catalog. Yeah. yeah, it's one of the few that he's he, he takes it, which, which is dope. So we'll, we'll get to it, though, because we, we that story actually... Um, that, I think that kind of goes with you, like his story, but the eight million, eight million right. stories, yeah, all those problems. <laughs> that was you. That was you. Right. With your milkshake and your milk and your Captain Crunch. And right. <laughs> did the Lakers lose that day? The <laughs> Lakers <laughs> always <laughs> lose. Did Kobe, did Kobe have a problem with his Achilles that day? <laughs> right. <laughs> the 
top it off. Kobe got ejected. He got ejected. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, with me, I'm having problems. Help me, help me, help me. Help me. Help me. All right, so we're going to start this off with, um, with the first album, People's Instinctive Travels in the Path of Rhythm. And when we take a look at this album, Fife really was barely there. And I know there. if anyone hasn't seen that Michael Rappaport uh, documentary on Tribe, you should see it. But Great. It's great seemed, doc. Yeah, there seemed to be like a little bit of beef that Fife kind of took umbrage with the fact that Q-Tip is seen as the leader and the, you know, front man of the group. And, you know, I, I don't know what the, you know, particular beef was, but the fact is, that's kind of true. Um, actually, it's not kind of true. It is true. And on this first album, I mean, Fife was barely there. And when I listened to it uh, back when it came out, I assumed, you know, it was Q-Tip and a couple other guys. <laughs> it wasn't until the later albums that I started to make the distinction between Fife and Jerobi, but on that first album, I can be excused for not knowing that Fife was integral to the group. So, um, all right. So as I mentioned, we are going to take these five verses in order as we heard them. I'm just going to play the verse, then we're going to come back, talk about it, and uh, that's how it's going to go. So let's see. The first five verse is from Push It Along, right here. Push it along, push it along, yeah, push it along. Put one up for the fifer, it's time to decipher The ills of the world make the situation brighter The clock is always ticking, this system should be kicking Like tip and ham and eggs, I eat chicken, chicken, chicken Should I release the lever, the lever of the clever Embellish all the funk as we start to endeavor The roots of the rap, filling up the gap With a smash of a hand and a little toe tap The boom, the bip, the boom, bip indicates t- Hmm, that's peculiar all right. Well, hang on. Looks like I got something to edit back. Oh no, 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 wait. That's a, wait, let me hang on. Shove a hand and a little toe tap. The boom, the bit. Oh. The boom bit indicate My fault. I look at me. I forgot what we're doing here. <laughs> you were wondering you were wondering why the song stopped? Yeah, I'm like, why did it stop? What happened? What did I do wrong? <laughs> that was it. That's all Fife said. That was all Fife said. The runs of the rap <laughs> and the little toe tap. Okay. Um. I mean, there's not really much there. Matter of fact, it was only like 28 seconds, and since I didn't know what was going on, let me let me hear that again. <laughs> here, here we go. Cause, damn. Rewind. <laughs> Liquid means rewind. <laughs> oh man. Here we go. Let's go fight. Push it along. Push it along. Yeah, push it along. 
Put one up for the fifer. It's time to decipher the ills of the world. Make the situation brighter. The clock is always ticking. The system should be kicking like tipset and ham and eggs. I eat chicken, chicken, chicken. Should I release the lever? The lever of the clever. Embellish all the funk as we start to endeavor. The roots of the rap. Filling up the gap with a smash of a hand and a little toe tap. The boom, the bip, the boom bip indicates. T- yeah. Yeah. See, that's that's why people that's why people thought that uh, Q Tip was the leader of the group because Fife would only come in and do stuff like that. What was just like kind of like the filler rhyme on that first album. Yeah. And the thing that I notice about it is something that Fife mentioned is how high his voice sounded. Yeah. I mean it never got low, but it sounded particularly high um back on that album and like you said there there really wasn't much there to to analyze or to discuss or to be impressed or unimpressed by uh it just was what it was and therefore and I can't believe I didn't I thought something was I thought we were having technical difficulties I couldn't understand why the song shut off but I I edited these yesterday so you would think I would remember but okay so after that the next song on the album Luck of Lucien he's not on After Hours he's not on Footprints he's not on Left My Wallet No Segundo he's not on uh, Pubic Enemy, he's not on. Bonita Applebaum, he's not on. Can I Kick It, he's on there. So that's where we'll go next. Can I Kick It? Here we go. Five Diggy.
<clears throat> um, Fife, I love you, but that that was horrible. That was a good verse. Payer, Mayor, Ayer. That was, that was a good verse. It was it was very it was way too rudimentary and that accent on the ayer hayer mr dink i mean you'd be doing us a really big favor why this track really has a lot of flavor come on it was 1990 you'd be hazier <laughs> yeah but on the rest of the album nobody's rhyming that weak that whack it wasn't whack you can't call that whack i mean well, are you separating? Like, I like I love the song. I mean, it's a classic song, and I got to separate that from the components that make up the song. And if if his entire delivery on his few little segments and parts on this album that was his rhyme style, then eh. But he does better than that on this album. And it just seemed a little flavor. I don't know why I can't think of the the words right now, but everything is ayer, flavor, behavior. Mr. Dinkins wants to please be my mayor. See, that was a dope. That was a dope line for back then because that was when we were trying to get our first black mayor in New York. That's why it was like it was a dope line. Like I, his. The rhyme pattern wasn't great, and it left a lot of room for um, improvement. Which is why what he did later on was such a surprise, because yeah. he was he was doing this, you know, very simplistic style. He would have a good line in a simplistic style, and you were like, "Oh, cool!" Plus, his voice was always light. His voice was so light. And I yeah. think that was another reason why people always said Q-Tip was leader of the group, because not only did Q-Tip produce a bunch of this stuff. He was the the overpowering voice on the album, and I think his vocals were EQ differently from Fives. I don't know if that was intentional or not. He's trying to sabotage him. I think he might have been a little sabotaged. You, I, you know what? I concede to your point that it's not the it's not the lyrics, it's the delivery. It's the delivery, and that delivery was, ugh. It just said yeah. it was sounded so basic like if you know you ask like when when white people in the movies start rapping or little kids (laughs) or another thing I don't like that I feel like is cheating when uh, people rap in Spanish and they always rhyme on the O oh right because you're like come on fam like like, (laughs) please that took nothing that took nothing it's like a whole bunch of rhyming of the word bat <laughs> right. Like, come on, fam. I had a whole song where I rhymed the word bat, cat, that, mat. You like, come on, dude. Yeah. So, can I kick it? Was the eighth song on the album. The ninth song is Youthful Expression. He wasn't on that. Then, Rhythm, devoted to the art of moving butts. He was not on that. Then we get Mr. Muhammad. And he is on this. So. That's what we're going to check out here, Mr. Muhammad. Sitting on the dock, huh? Think to make a wish. Muhammad or Muhammad, damn you, 
try to dish Fondling the groove with a mystic sense Cronies want to try, they're pushy in the tents But I don't give a damn, rhythms are the thing Rhythms have the key, rhythms make you swing If you don't like it, you can pucker up You listen Mr. Quill, if you're hiding just give up I'm a rhythm monster, who's out on a plow Muhammad gives a hoot, like Woodsy the owl Compadre my compadre, kid you want some more Muhammad push the button, samples in the score Now, that, see, that's, this is what I'm saying, that that previous Can I Kick It verse, right? compared to, the, like, this was, this was way better. Comprende my compadre, kid you want some more, Muhammad put, push the button, sample sing the score. Yeah, like, he, he, he packed a lot in there, too. Yeah, he had a little he packed a Yeah, he packed a lot into that short verse. I guess he figured if Q-Tip's only going to let me get on... <laughs> For 35 seconds, I better spit. <laughs> and and note to Quali, you notice how he packed a lot in there, but he still stayed on beat. But that's a, yeah, that's another oh. thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, that was dope, and it shows you know that he does have capabilities and skills and flows and lyrics and all that. You listen to Mr. Quail, if you're hiding, just give up. Which is dope because it was, you know, he was he put in the political stuff in there and Dan Quail. Like that yeah. was that was pretty tough. Yeah. yeah. That's and actually they, a song that I forgot he was on. Yeah, it's it's easy to forget he's on see, I kinda have the opposite thing. I was like, Well, he's gotta be on this one. Nope, 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 <laughs> nope. Well, he's gotta be on this one. Come on, he's gotta be on this one. Nope. You know, it was like a Q-tip solo album. Yeah, I I actually thought he was only on two, like had two verses on that album, and then was on a bunch of the hooks. I didn't realize he was like I didn't realize he was on more than I thought he was originally. Yeah, and the uh, the next song we're about to check out is Ham and Eggs, Mm -hmm. which (laughs) very very clever song. So we'll. Check that out. Tribe Called Quest. Ham and Eggs. Fife Dog. What's a mama's basket? Some veggie links and some fish that stinks. Why, just the other day I went to grandma's house. Smelled like she conjured up a mouse. Eggs was frying, ham was smelling. In ten minutes, she started yelling. Come and get it! And the kittens look good. I said I shouldn't eat it, she said I think you should. But I can't. I'm plagued by vegetarians. No cats and dogs, I'm not a veterinarian. Strictly collard greens and a occasional steak. Goes on my plate. Asparagus tips look yummy, yummy, yummy. 
candy M's inside my tummy. A collage of good eats, some snacks, some nice treats. Apple sauce and some nice red beets. This is what we snacked on when we're questing. No second guessing. I don't eat no hey, ham and eggs. Cause you're high in cholesterol. I dig it, dig it, dig it, fight. Do you eat them? No tip, do you eat them? Turkey, beef jerky, slim gyms I eat sometimes. I like lemon and limes, and if not that, I get the roti and the sour sauce. Sit back, relax, listen to some hip hop. Some drops of gummy bears, tease my. <laughs> There it is again. I was like, <laughs> Why I'm rhyming. I'm, I'm sitting here rhyming in my head, and then it's like, what, what, what happened? <laughs> just the five verses. Just the five. Just the five verses. Just yeah. the five verses. And I mean, even there, like, the subject matter is one of the things. Like, nobody, even now, you know, how many people are talking about things like that? Although he probably should have heeded more of that dietary advice that they were spitting. But, you know. Um, hey, 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 hey. He, I mean, he also had a kidney transplant, too. So he was, yeah, you know. He, 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 he just got a, you know, it's... It's very unfortunate, um, yeah. but something that he was, you know, he was kind of upfront about in dealing with, uh, you know, as far as, you know, artistically, like he'd speak about it and we'll later get into the funky diabetic uh, line. But that was, I like that song just because it's unique and, um, you know, it's not the most complex uh lyrical wizardry we've ever heard but sometimes if your if your topic is unique enough then you don't have to do a lot of lyrical gymnastics to uh you know make the song memorable yeah you're not getting rappers rapping about nutrition yeah in 2016 <laughs> and I, and I, on, a, on a personal note that song came out right around the time that I realized that eggs made me nauseous. And I made me like that song even more because that's when I stopped. I couldn't eat eggs anymore. And I stopped eating pork right around the same time. I was like, you know, I, I could chant that song. Wow. Like, yeah. Check yeah. you out. People have yeah. those shirts. I think West Coast Dre has one. A Tribe Called Quest changed my life. You, A Tribe Called yeah. Quest changed my diet. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they well they gave me you know they gave me something to be you know I don't know about proud of but at least I was like well, something to commiserate me considering I couldn't eat eggs anymore it made me made me want to throw up it sounds like wow know? yeah I'm I'm down with Tropical Quest no wow. having eggs all right well then that wraps up uh, people's instinctive travels and then we move to low end theory which um. Wow. Like, it was so different than 
the previous album um (laughs) what what were your uh thoughts on it when you first heard it or you know who knows you were you might have been in the studio when they were making it i don't know (laughs) no i did get a bootleg that was running around queens around that time of this album and it was um i might still have it i have to find it but it was um alternate versions of some of these songs that ended up being on the album and it was like so it was like the the studio version of the album so it wasn't mastered you know stuff sounded muddy um but hearing this album and i was so happy that in the michael rapaport beats what was it what was it called beats and, uh i forgot the name I of the michael rapaport documentary yeah, but in that in that documentary i was happy that they explained how Fife came up and how his lyrics sounded better because I always wondered like I was like how the hell did he go from you know those short verses to like basically taking over this album as a lyricist and yeah. it, you know kind of explained like you know it was like the pressure was on him like yo you gotta do something and he was just writing at that time he was just writing so Q-Tip was doing whatever he was doing like being a part of the life of hip hop oh I'm a rapper I'm going to parties and he was in the house writing rhymes like he was like I'm in the studio I'm gonna do this and so yeah. but um yeah like incredible album man just uh low, low in theory is just incredible man it's just it was just i think it i think it really changed the the sound of what new york hip-hop would want to do at that time as well because they had all these bass driven you know people yeah. were you know it, it was just an incredible album it was just incredible i, I can't say more yeah the more boom bap yeah and my yeah man that same cousin who uh he basically turned me on to hip-hop and and a tribe called quest he uh is a huge like jazz head and so he had started getting me into jazz and so then when they came with like some people had kind of sampled a little jazz before but they went deep on it like they went deep (laughs) like the bass was made with an upright bass like damn yeah, because actually they actually brought in basses for that, um, Ron for that album on the yeah, bass. Ron Carter, exactly on for for that album, which is crazy. Oh, and by the way, the uh, the documentary is called "Beats, Rhymes, and Life: The Travels of a Tribe Called Quest," right. and uh, Sony has a streaming service called Crackle, and right. you can actually watch the documentary on their website for free. There's going to be uh, their commercials that pop up but uh, if you haven't seen it and you're cheap then you can watch it for free online um but low end yeah so the sound was different it was a little heavier it was a lot more street than they uh previously had been and and the emergence of fife it was like what because exactly the first song uh, excursions is just Q-Tip, and so I like the sound. And Q-Tip was rhyming, so I just figured, like, all right, well, you know, here we go again. <laughs> right, it's Q-Tip's was, group. Yeah, there wasn't anything wrong with that per se, but it just was like, okay, here we go. And then uh, we get to song number two, bugging out. Um, that verse whoa <laughs> that verse yeah it's like 
who is this guy? That <laughs> verse. So that is what we are about to listen to right now. Um, this was when Fife uh, sort of put his stamp <laughs> stamp on things. So let's see. Pull it up here. Slide this music down a bit. Take that down. Get into Fife bugging out. Listen, missions I do work um as a crack the monotone chilling up the jazz so get your own smoking on a beat cause they try to dupe me of the best of the back but they can't do rap for us abstract original you can't get your own and that's pitiful I know I be the man if I cold yank the plug or R&B but I can't and that's wrong snuck one of those q-tip verses in there yeah because i figured it would be weird to just sort of chop it out so it'd be better to just let it flow um (laughs) and i got caught up again because i'm in my head i'm over here rhyming (laughs) i'm not an invalid though you smoked weed out at least but like who was that guy like where did he come from is what i was thinking back then yep because that was only roughly like a year later. You're right. telling me you can go from Mr. Dinkins wants your place be my mayor. You'll be doing a really big favor. Point the track to that. 
<laughs> microphone crazy. check one two what is this and it, and it, like it was the perfect way to start that song it was a, like I, it was probably better off that that song started the album but you know excursions I guess you know kind of set up the album the way the album was going to sound with the jazzy feel to it yeah. but bugging out was just like I remember the um watching that video the uh the, the oh the jazz, jazz when they went into the that jazz video and at the end that that come that verse comes on and i remember just being so disappointed that we never got a full bugging out video just because it was just like you just got hyped listening to fife's verse crazy yeah that was i was like wait a minute who who is this <laughs> yeah that was crazy if a crowd is in my room i'm saying may i please my <laughs> <laughs> I mean he's switching up his flow he's like just killing it I was like yeah. oh my god Fife the five foot assassin with the roughneck beat yeah he he um yeah he switched up his flow he was rhyming harder his voice sounded he sounded more he sounded more comfortable and more confident uh, throughout this album actually but yeah. especially on that song if I could rhyme like that I'd sound more confident too no, no need to sweat Arsenio to gain some type of fame. Man. Yeah, that was I always want to know what that beef was because there was this obvious beef with the native tongues and Arsenio. Arsenio. Oh, Arsenio and, dissed us, but the crowd kept clapping. Kept rap, right? Yeah, and they kept. And remember, all over the second uh, De La Soul um, album, they yeah. just kept talking about. I guess Arsenio didn't want them on the show or something. And I mean, he they eventually got on because yeah. they did that, you know, classic scenario performance. But yeah, they were not liking Arsenio. That and that went because Ice Cube had his beef with Arsenio too because he had yeah. NWA on there but didn't have him, yeah. and so for people who you know are too young to remember, there was a guy called Arsenio Hall who basically had the black late night talk show and. He would have rappers on there and that was sort of a sign a pseudo sign of like hip-hop validation like you're on right. you're performing on Arsenio and so apparently there were some behind-the-scenes politics and things like that and people you know rappers are very sensitive and you know well he had MC Hammer on there all the time yeah, to the point where true. I used to get sick and tired of every time MC Hamble's and the thing about it was that rappers didn't get a chance like nowadays you see Kendrick Lamar on the Tonight Show that wasn't happening when Johnny Carson was on there like no. Johnny Johnny wasn't having rappers on his show no um, so you, were, you weren't getting that so it was just different the fact that oh we have a place where rap music can be on a late night show yeah and you know but Arsenio I mean to his credit he did pretty much stay with whatever was kind of hot it, according to like yo mtv rap because i saw like third base was on there um right. and there was a whole thing where they were on there and uh what's their their dj daddy rich he was he was doing a whole oh, yeah. like like routine like beat juggling yeah. and like it was so arsenio kind of gave space for rappers but like i said yeah there was beef but that's where that no need to sweat Arsenio to gain some type of fame. But yeah, so Fife arrived like once you hit bugging out, it was like, oh, wow, okay, yep. well, what else am I in store for? What else what else does he have? 
maybe this was just a one-off. Maybe he just, you know, got some inspiration. And, uh, you know, we'll see. So then the next song, Rap Promoter, he wasn't on that. So I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. And then we get to Butter, which, oh, yeah, we've been over Butter and how Dre doesn't like Butter. This song needs a this song needs a, a better than a remix. This, I hate the sample. This song on this doesn't song. Do, need anything. This is this song is stewed to perfection. A, I'm gonna make a remix to this song just so I can get rid of that uh that horn sample. Oh, you you're, you're the worst. <laughs> you're that the, horn sample is the worst. That, that excuse me, I might fall asleep during the during this song just because of a horn sample. And Fife had great had a great verse on this song. Yeah, which we're about to check out right here. Tribe Called Quest. Butter! Nobody. 
trying hard to look fly. But yo, you're looking dumber. If I wanted someone like you, I would have sworn with Jamie Summers. You want to be treated right? See Father MC or check Ralph Tresman for sensitivity. Cause I am not the one. I got more game than Parker Brothers. Fight dog is on the mic and I'm smooth like what? That's just for you, going out now, to Andre Cole. And that's the thing. <laughs> it sounds better on the original because it slowed down. And listening to it now, I know exactly what I don't like about the song. What? It's Q-Tip. I don't like Q-Tip on a song. Oh, because Q-Tip sang the... Because it's Q-Tip and it slowed down... Uh, horn sound. That's, I don't think this old. I don't think it's a. That might be a, a clarinet, but I don't like the slow down on the hook. Yes. Oh, they slowed it down. Oh God, I'm falling asleep. All right, so here now. I'm now we'll do a compare and contrast. So let me go back to and and Q-tip and Q-tip saying it's like butter baby. It's like he's like get him out of there. And just leave the beat, and I'm I'm there for fight. All right, well, let's see. Okay, so wait. This is from Butter. This is from Butter. Right. Then Parker Brothers fight. Dog is on the mic, and I'm smooth like butter. Okay, and this is from the original. I don't know that they slowed it. I think they just I don't think muddled it up or something. They muddled, yeah, they muddled it up or something. Like, see, it's it don't sound. See, it doesn't sound the same. Like on the original, it has more life. Yeah, maybe because whatever more it, life. I'm still not certain what he's saying, but on the tribe version, I definitely didn't know what he was saying. On the original, I think if I listened to it enough, I could figure it out. Right, but. Uh, but still, your your beef with that song was fight. the horn sample and and it's the horn sample and and uh, Q tip. You're, you're killing me. <laughs> nope. Because and it has more life on the original. Like I readily admit it, but it sounds so muddled, like it put me to sleep. And that's the thing. Like I know the lyrics to that song, but hate the hook. And now I realize it's because of Q tip that I hate that song. I I can't I can't. You're... And I'll say and I'll say this: if 
as far as my taste go, mm-hmm. I I never like songs where the hook is just somebody saying like the same two or three words over and over again. I rarely like it. It has to it has to be like extra special. Like wow. him, like Q-Tip just saying it's like butter baby. Not like here we go, yo. What scenario? Yeah. But just Q-Tip saying it's like butter baby. It's like like <clears throat> that annoys the hell out of me. I, my take on it is, let me see, here's another. My take on it is that Fife is rhyming so hard, so vicious, so ferociously, that the soft hook is like a contrast. It's like, you know, you eat some spicy food, then you take a sip of milk to like, cool off your palate because he had my ears on fire with that verse and then I needed some like you know I like it when you that like gave me a chance to like calm down relax nah nah (laughs) nah you give me you give me the hot sauce then you give me some more hot sauce oh yeah (laughs) see (laughs) wow well you know I like it Oh my goodness. I don't know what he's saying. I'm going to have to go back and investigate. It might yeah, not even be English. Either. It might be some bossa nova type joint. I don't but know. But I will but I will say the original does sound more lively. Maybe I'll do a remix and just put the original on that part without Q-Tip and it'll sound better. Wow. Cuz the muddled sound. Mm-mm. And I'm and I like Q-Tip. I like Q-Tip, but mm-mm. nope. Wow. Nope. And Fife had a great Fife had great verses on that song. Incredible. I had Tanya, Tamika, Mika, Sharon, 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 Stacy, Truly, Tacy, love them, leave them. See, I know the words. Like yeah. that's the whole thing. Like I know the words in the song. Fife, like Fife's lyrics on that song were great. Yeah. Oh. You want to be treated right, see Father MC or check Ralph Tresvant for sensitivity. <laughs> Dope. <laughs> Dope. And he got so much. It's he got so much more aggressive. Yeah. Like from that first album, and maybe because we only heard him for like thirty-eight seconds, you know, we didn't know. But he was like on some <laughs> angry. It, it reminds me of when uh, when Mike Tyson used to the bell would ring and he just run out of the corner like swinging. Yeah. Exactly. That, that Mike Tyson flow. So, on low end, uh, after Butter, then we had verses from the abstract, the abstract poetic Q-tip, no fife. Then we got show business, and he is on show business. So, what we're going to check out is his verse. Because in the back, they're making fruit juice. <laughs> And I say, oh, shucks. Look what the cat hauled in. It's Fife Dog from a drop called Quest. Let me begin like Chuck D. I got so much trouble on my mind about these no-talent artists getting signed. They can't rhyme. And if that ain't bad, you got bootleggers going out like suckers. Motherfuckers, feel it's time that I let loose the lion. And if not that, then I'll commence the head flying. Seems in 91, everybody want a rhyme. And then you go and sell my tape for only $5.99. Please, nigga, I work too hard for this. No more will I take the booty end of the stick. Bogus brothers making albums when they know they can't hack 
it cause they lyrics is plain Like eight ball jackets, now tell me I can't tear it up Go get yourself some toilet paper cause your lyrics is butt Do you wanna be in the business? Some people can't walk straight line Um, I mean just ferocious Yeah, ferocious like, I actually think <laughs> Fife may have killed the eight ball jacket yeah. himself and that because it Did you was have one of those played. no i didn't have one of those was it was it underneath your triple you took off your triple goose and had an eight ball jacket underneath i had the acid wash it was it was uh dope who had the, the triple fat goose oh wow and then you took off the 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 eight ball jacket and had a polka dot shirt and then biggie killed that then biggie killed that oh biggie killed that hard um that verse was notable because of the I think that was the first time on a tribe album I'd heard the words motherfucker and nigga. Yeah. Because I think that's the point when um they stopped cutting the curses out. Who? Because I think the, the record labels cuz remember I think up until even on the last album I think they cut out the word ass. Really? Yeah. Why? So there was there were certain there were certain um, labels who would cut the curses out. Cause remember the Das Effects album? They had cut out the curses. Really? On yeah, Jive so RCA? You, because Too Short was on Jive, and Too right, Short but, was bitch. But I don't know. Maybe it was maybe a certain artist. But I remember they were cutting out curses, and then by the time we got to whatever year this was, what ninety ninety one one yeah, yeah ninety they were letting the curses fly. So, oh. well, he let him fly. I mean, <laughs> I mean, damn, the Fife Dog was a pit bull. He was just yeah. out of his cage. So, show business. Um, always get in front and on at shows. People want to stick their nose. So then, after show business on the album, then we get to vibes and stuff. And this is another dope song. Uh, so we'll check out Fife's, Fife's verse right here. Vibes and stuff. Tribe Fife. Take laps, beats to the tunes, tunes, pump the real hip hop, not selling out. From hard rock to just jock. To I don't know what to say, but here I go freaking. If the papes come, then you know I'll seek it. I'm just a short buffer. Dark skin face, weigh a buck fifty, thirty six waist. Hair is crazy curly, foot like Mr. Furley. To this day, I still believe that no MC can serve me. Others try to front, but everybody know. I get more props than the Arsenio Hall, so party animal I was. But now I chill at home. All I do is write rhymes, eat, drink, shit, and bone. Find my thrill in Amityville. I'm always in the island, fudging lucky, know the time. They know who keeps me smiling. Go out on my own, something that I gotta do. Do what the hell I want and have no one to listen to. I'm prompt with my business and I do things on the double. Yo, I'm out like Buster Douglas. I say peace to MC Trouble. Rest in peace. Word up. Rest in peace. You know what else? Um, wow. Killer. Like, that's Killer. flow with the it. How in the world is... The guy who just busted off that <laughs> foot like Mr. Furley. <laughs> and that whole, right. <laughs> I'm out right. like Buster Douglas. I say, peace to MC Trouble, rest in peace. How is the guy who had that flow the same guy from, Mr. Dinkins wants to please be my maker. You be doing us a really big favor. Brother Trump. <laughs> what? 
He grew up. If this he was if this was sports, I would accuse him of doping. <laughs> because how can there be that significant a change in such a short period of time? So that that blew me away. Yeah. Yeah, that's what like Mr. Furley line. It's just like yeah. you know, like <laughs> killer. I don't know what to say, but here I go freak it. Oh Crazy. man. Like at this point of the album, once we got here, it was clear that it was not an accident, you know, from bugging out. Like that wasn't a one off. Right. Like this is Fife. And then he followed up. So at this point, if he had if he had stopped, if that had been all of his contributions on this album, um, I think it would have been enough to solidify his place in that period of time in hip hop as clearly one of the top MCs. But 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 wait, there's more. There's more. And let's see. After vibes and stuff, we get into uh, the infamous date rape. And uh, I don't have that. Pretty sure I pulled all this up. Let's see. Because this is one of the ones I like because he's got all the uh, the sports references in there. Yeah. So let me... So while I pull that up, we'll skip ahead. Uh, let's see. Oh, you're skipping a dessert. No, no, no. I'm going <laughs> to... Oh, right, 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 right. Oh, yeah. All right, let's see. Hang on. I've got it. I've got it all on here. Where did I put it? Fortunately, fortunately, it's an easy search because all I have to do is type in rape and poof, there is the song. Yeah. Open here. Now, with this one, let's see. It doesn't look like I edited this. So, I'm going to let this play, and it's one of those things where as soon as I hear the beat, then I'll be able to run through all the lyrics in my head and know where I should jump to, but right off the bat, Scott Skiles, or even Carl Malone, regardless who it is, you aim it the bone. <laughs> all right, I'm going to just play it, and we'll let the chips fall. Worst, yep. worst case scenario, it's only two... Two and a half minutes long, basically. All right, here we go. Classic, classic, classic example of a, a date rape. 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 Listen to the rhyme, it's a black ink fat. Percentile rate, a date rape is fat. This is all due to the reason of the season. You got the right picking, but you're in the wrong season. If you're in the wrong season, that means you gotta break. Especially if a squad tries to cry out, wait. You be all vexed cause you got it going on. You don't wanna fight because you know that you're wrong. So instead you rest your head on the arm of the couch. Envision in your head of a great sex bout. Worthy opponent, all you wanna do is bone it. You ask, can you kick it? She says you can't stick it. This is the case, the situation is sticky. Should you try to kiss or hit towards a hickey? Not even, you can ask even if the vibe ain't right. You're leaving, hit the road jack and all of that But if she offers her a bowl, she'll drop your load Right smack dab in the middle 
get the kitten, I got crazy tender fiddles. Uh-huh, you know the science, you get buck wild. Running Mac games as if your name was Scott Styles. I better yet magic, or even call my own. Regardless who it is, your aim is to bone. If she tries to flirt, that's when you start to diss her. If she quit the program, that's when you start to kiss her. Might as well get to the point. No time to waste, might as well break the ice. Then set the pace. You start to talk nasty, now she's ready to bone. Step out of the shower, throw on color. All of a sudden, her shoe walls tumble down like Jericho. She's hotter than me, Shaq, Chirac, and a Benigo. You listen after seven, break food. After 10, do your thing at 12 o'clock, and when you go again, there goes round one, ding, there goes round two. Now tell me, what the f*** are you supposed to do, huh? What do you know when the me I was completed? Girly girl cried, wait, yo, I didn't really need it. Zulu, you ain't going out like that, Zulu. They got in a lot of trouble for that song. Did they? Yeah, man, they got a lot of trouble for that song. I don't... Because see, again, for anyone who's listening to this and is younger than, I don't know, 30 or so, um, we didn't always have the internet, so if Dre knew something was happening in New York... I might not hear about it in California ever. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. What what was the uh what was the beef that they were making light of a serious topic or did Yeah, they, they were it was cuz it seemed like and I remember um I want to say Sister Soldier was one of the first people to kind of say something about it was that the fact that they kind of made not made light of but kind of made an excuse for rape. Mm. And so people were like, "Yeah, no, don't do that." And so you know, I remember some of the um, some of the women rappers had said some stuff, and then people, and then you know, um, we have a horrible uh, newspaper out here called the New York Post. Yeah, and they and they you know they always they get any chance they can to say anything bad about rap music or a black person or the president, the current president. They'll jump at it. That's what they did with this. They kind of you know said that they, you know. The, the rape apologist kind of thing that they had kind of jumped on a trap ball quest and of course everybody's like a trap ball quest like you know they were the, they weren't NWA they kind of called them gangster rappers and it was just like what are you talking about <laughs> wow yes I remember they got into they got into a bunch of trouble with that I mean it's see I didn't I can see I can clearly see how it could be taken in that way that they were sort of making light but I don't it seems to me that they were kind of almost warning their, you know, predominantly young male audience that, you know, if she says no, like, this isn't the move, like, right, you're going to have right. to, like, leave it alone. If she says, if you push up on her, she says, no, you got to leave it alone. Or this, right. is, this is an example of how it occurs that, you know, in some cases you have... Uh, you know these young men who don't realize or recognize that their date the girl isn't having it like no like she doesn't she might not explicitly you know force him away and say no but they need to understand these uh, sort of more subtle signs and social cues that hey 
I need to check myself and whatever. So that's that's kind of how I saw it. But I yeah, can, it was a cautionary tale. But yeah, some people just took it as oh they're coming up with an excuse, and it was just, I remember they got in some trouble over yeah. here for that. Now if they wanted to hear a rape song, the Ghetto Boys, the most oh shocking goodness. song I've ever like. Bushwick Bill was like, yeah, I, yeah, I raped. Like, yeah, I raped her. Yeah, like, wow, yeah. man. So, but nevertheless, a uh, classic example of a, a date rape. Um, and let's see. Then, and as a matter of fact, like a song like that, considering what we hear in hip hop now and have heard since, like. With basically, is- yeah, like with men essentially treating women as property and objects to, right. you know, be called upon to fulfill their desires at a moment's notice and disposable. Uh, you know, a song like that, I'm thinking we need a 2016 version. Um, but that's a another topic that we will. <laughs> definitely have to address on a different show but as we move through the tribe called quest uh discography and the fife lyricography lyricography lyrography lyrography something uh then after the date rate then we get to check the rhyme and was this the first single off this or yeah that was the first single first yeah single? first single classic yeah okay so let's see get into fife's oh i think back and forth it's like well no that was jazz on this because i'm noticing the clip i have here is kind of long so it must uh cover cover a couple of his well we'll play it yeah, we'll see. Let's see what's happening here. On the boulevard, I landed. We used to kick routines, and the presence was fitting. It was I, the abstract, and me, the five footer. I kicks the mad style, so step off the Frankfurter. Yo, Fife, you remember that routine that we used to make spiffy like Mr. Clean? Um, um, a tidbit, um, a smidgen. I don't get the message, so you got to <laughs> okay. run the pigeon. You're on point, Fife. All the time, tip. You're on point, Fife. All the time, tip. You're on point, Fife. All the time, tip. But then grab the microphone and let your words rip. Now here's a funky introduction of how nice I am. Tell your mother, tell your father, send a telegram. I'm like an energizer because you see I last long. My crew is never ever whack because we stand strong. Now if you say my style is whack, this way you're dead wrong. I slay that body in El Segundo, then push it along. You'll be a fool to reply the fight is not the man. Because you know and I know that you know who I am. 
A special shout out piece goes out to all my pals, you see. And a middle finger goes for all you punk MCs. Cause I love it when you whack MCs despise me. They get vexed, I will next, gonna contest me. I'm just a flat MC who's five for three and very brave. On top remaining, no home training, cause I misbehave. I come correct and full effect of all my holes in check. And before I get the butt, the gym must be a wreck. You see, my aura is positive, I don't promote no junk. See, I'm far from a bully and I ain't a punk. Extremity of rhythm, yeah, that's what you heard. So just clean out your ears and just check the word. Check the vibe, Now, I just wanted to make note of the other thing about Fife is he started getting more, I don't know, like, I don't want to say he was fronting, but like hoes, like the word hoes starts to get peppered into his lyrics. And I like how he says something about hoes and then he's like, but my aura is positive. I don't promote no junk. (laughs) But you just called you just the hose. You just said the hose. Um, you just said the hose. And so that that's the thing that's funny. I think because his voice is so high pitched, and because of sort of people's overall perceptions of a tribe called Quest is you know relatively uh, basically a positive group, that some of his. Uh, stuff gets a little bit overlooked like there's some it's not too sh- too short misogyny but there's some you know slapping hoes and there's some there's some hip-hop misogyny definitely yeah, there's, <laughs> it's in there and i think that because he's small and because it's a tribe called quest and Benita apple bomb and you know his voice is so high and mr dinkins wants to please be my mayor you know, you don't think that guy's gonna be like, you know, I put the hose in the freaking place. Well, um, well, Benita Applebaum, if they may be Benita Applebaum these days, that's like street harassment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like trying to holler at a girl on the street, like it just like talking about prophylactics, like like he's <laughs> he taking a little too far. Yeah. So Fife, you know, let's not. You know, you can't you can't gloss over. You can't just talk about just the shiny parts. You know, right. take his artistry in total, and it's not always you know, it's not always positive from beginning to end, which is uh, some something we'll get into in a bit. So after check the rhyme, then we had uh, on that album, everything is fair when you're living in the city, <laughs> which I did not like, but. I've come to appreciate it more is over the years, but you know. Eh. Then we get to jazz, and this was uh, probably is my favorite song on the album. And let's check out Fife on Jazz. Sideways, but competition them must come straight way. Competition them try to come sideways, but competition they must come straight way. How's about that? It seems like it's my turn again. 
all through the years, my mic has been my best friend. I know some brothers wonder, can Piper really kick it? Some even wanna diss me, but why sweat it? I'm all into my music, cause that's how I make tapes. Try to make hits like it could be makes tapes. Me sweat another, I do my own thing. Strictly hardcore tracks, not a new jack swing. I grew up as a Christian, so to die, I give thanks. Collect my bangs, listen to Shabarangs. I sing and chat, I do all of that. It's 1991 and I refuse to come back. I take off my hat to other crews that tend to rock, but the low end theory's here. It's time to wreck shop. I got tip and shot, so whom shall I fear? Stop looking, listen, but please don't stare. Suggest to the store and buy the LP or drive RCA, cassettes and CDs, produced and arranged by the four man crew. And oh shit, Skeff Anslum, he gets props too. Make sure you have a system with some fat house speakers so the new shit can rock. From Boston, Massapequa, cause where I come from, quality. Is job one and everybody up on me to know we get the job done. So peace to that crew, yeah. and peace to this crew. Bring on yeah. the tour, we'll see you at a theater nearest you. Hey, yo, but wait. Um, aside from the fact that Fife's verse was just incredible and smooth, I don't think Q Tip really gets enough credit for his production. Um, because he he did that right he did he produced the album yeah he he, he produced uh most of the album i uh, just looked it up as a matter of fact because i was listening to that song and skeff anselm produced two songs on the album which was that wasn't one of them but yeah he he gets props he took, too yeah he gets props too huh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean like i said fife was totally unleashed on this album and that i mean that just the way that he it what it reminds me of is Gangstar and Guru wasn't an incredible lyricist but when you put him with Premier's beats on those songs it was right. like the puzzle pieces just like fit together and it was the milkshake yeah the milkshake boom <laughs> and it's just <laughs> like Fife on the Q-tip beat with then Q-tip coming in it's perfect would I want to hear an entire album of Just Fife? Nope. Did I want to hear an entire album of Q-Tip? Nope. But you get that right blend of the two and fucking mwah. So. <laughs> jazz. Then after that on the album, we have Sky Page Up, which I know both East Coast and West Coast Dre don't like because it's a blatant commercial uh, for a product which again if you're under 30 before we had cell phones um, we used to have like pages which were little boxes that you would wear on your hip and so someone <laughs> on a telephone would call your pager number and then your pager would buzz and then it would show you the number and then you would call that person back because they wanted to talk to you and you had to go find a phone that was connected to a wire to a box on the wall so you could talk to them. Later, they made pages so you could send little messages back and forth. Um, and then blah, 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 iPhone. <clears throat> One of the major companies uh, that provided pager service was Sky Pager. And... Um, I hated this song. Another, another one on the on the West Coast was uh, Pactel Pacific Telephone. So there's an Ice Cube song where he says, "Fuck Pactel, move to Sky Pager." 
Um, but anyway, so yeah, the name of this song is Sky Pager, and Dre hates it. We're going to listen to the Fife, uh, Fife verse, and it's kind of interspersed with uh, the other stuff, but then we'll get back to it. All right, here we go. Sky Pager! If you get your hand, then mine's is next. The S to Sky Page really stands for sex. People's going off like Don Trump gets checks. Keep my bases loaded like the New York Mets. At times I miss the pager so you don't get vet. Having bad days like a voodoo hex. Conceptually, a pager is so complex that I'll be standing on the verge, ready to flex. called Duracell. They last for three weeks, so they do me well. Don't be going through no phases, my joint stays on. 24-7, from dusk till dawn. If you're in Costa Rica on a sunlit beach, you grieve for the viper, I can't be reached. A number of importance, I just put it on lock. You leave for 69, that means you want some. Haha. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> You leave code. Oh, and that was the other thing you could do with pages. You code, right? You leave little codes. So if you leave, <laughs> if you leave code six nine, that means you want some. But uh, so tell me, what's your? Should I tell you why I like it, or you want to tell us why you hate it first? I, I think they're tired of me talking about why I hate stuff. Tell us why you like this song. <laughs> I think it's because. Like right now, if you go back and listen to it, it's a snapshot of the culture at the time. So, yeah, granted, they name-checked the product, but everything else that they name in there is, like, how people used pagers. Like, prior to hip-hop jumping on the pager bandwagon, it was really only doctors and emergency personnel who had pagers people who really needed to be contacted at a moment's notice but one drug dealers oh yeah them too <laughs> yeah drug <laughs> yeah drug dealers doctors and yeah people who needed to be contacted at a moment's notice but when you listen to the song people tend to think that a page is foul well it kind of is because it makes me scowl <laughs> now you can take that a number of ways, either because he felt like he was the man when he had a pager, so he's like, uh, yeah, or because to look at the pager screen, it was a little, it was like a camouflage green background with black numbers, and then you kind of had to squint and frown up to like see yeah, the numbers. Yeah, see the number. Yeah. So, and were people sending codes that, you know, booty call codes? Probably. Yes, they were. Yep. So, no, definitely. I had a sky page. So like a oh, oh a sky page. <laughs> <laughs> Beepers going off like Don Trump gets checks. Keep my bases loaded like the New York Mets. <laughs> Come on. Um. So yeah. So that's why I like the song. I don't. I'm not bothered by the uh, by the naming 
of SkyPager because it, it's an accurate sort of depiction. It wasn't saying go buy a SkyPager per se, but, you know, when we look back now, it's sort of a great snapshot. It's a snapshot. I give it that. But I also thought that it was filler music on this album. I thought it was a filler song, especially especially considering the songs we just went through. Check the ROM. Everything is fair. Jazz. Sky Pager? But it's kind of up and down because check the rhyme. So we had uh, date rape, then boom, up to check the rhyme, then boom, down to everything is fair, boom, up to jazz, down to Sky Pager. Then then we get the what, digga, what, digga, what, digga, what, digga, what, digga, what, which I'm assuming you don't like what? What, what was okay because what was really just a freestyle. Yeah, and... We're not going to play it because, one, anybody listening to this podcast at this point should have already heard it, and Fife's not on it. So, um, when we get to the end of what, then we roll into Scenario, which is just arguably the greatest posse cut uh, in hip-hop. The only one I might put ahead of this... uh, I really have three in the conversation. It's this, it's the Buddy remix, and from De La Soul, and Self Destruction, which I don't know if that's technically a posse cut or not, but um, yeah, those are those, those are my three. And uh, wow, what did I leave something out? No, because when you said posse cut. I immediately went to Headbanger. And now you got me thinking about self-destruction. Yeah, I mean, if you put... If you consider self-destruction a posse cut, then... Yeah, if you consider self-destruction a posse cut, it has to be up there. Because it has everybody on it. But yeah, Headbanger is still one of my favorite posse cuts. Yeah. You can't go wrong with EPMD and the only thing they were missing was Dos Effects. Because Dos Effects was on Headbanger, they would have been out of here. Yeah. You had K Solo, Red Man, Red Man kills it. Like, what? Yeah. But I can't I mean, I can't put that ahead of scenario. Nope. Nope. And, Never will. Uh, the Buddy remix. Incredible. Especially the full one full length one. Yeah. You could be my buddy anytime. <laughs> <laughs> All right, scenario. Here we go. Here we go, yo. <laughs> right here. Fight. <laughs> scenario. Quest. Setting it off. 
And then, of course, the song was sort of bookended by Busta Rhymes. And, but Fife, again, he went through that entire album and, I mean, put his stamp on it. Like, there was no, no question. He went, he went from worst to first on that album. You still there? Uh-oh. Sorry. Oh. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, see, you didn't fall asleep, did you? No, I didn't fall asleep. Right. Um I usually mute the mic when I when the songs are on. Oh, but yeah. yeah, he he um he put his stamp on all the best songs on that album. Yeah. Like purely like he was you know, he was a part of the milkshake on every dope hot song on that album. Yeah, Fife. So that was that was the last song on Low End Theory, uh, second classic album. And then what we have are we have a couple of songs that basically came out between Low End Theory and um, and then Midnight Marauders, their third album, and. I might have the timeline off on a couple of these, but I'm pretty sure they were in that period because um, Low End Theory came out in 91 and Midnight Marauders didn't come out till like 94. Yep. So a couple of these songs we're going to check. Uh, first one we'll go to is the scenario oh, remix. 93. Oh, 93 with Midnight Marauders, the guy. 93? Okay. Yeah. So the scenario remix, uh, which which was cool. I mean, the original is still the original. The, the remix was cool. Um, interestingly and sadly is that the, the MC who kicked the first verse on this scenario remix, Kid Hood, he was murdered like a couple of days after he dropped his verse. Um, so if you listen to the whole thing, there's a intro where they say like seven MCs and six in the physical form and one in spirit. And then his verse comes in, but, um, rest in peace. But this isn't the kid hood retrospective. This is the Fife dog (laughs) retrospective. So we're going to get into Fife's verse on the scenario remix right here. Quick is how I flip from the tip of the lip Punching out hits like Gladys Knight and the Pips The five-foot assassin has just raided your area Your booty rounds are whacking, that's the reason I ain't hearing you So, but off the red carpet cause I'm kicking this Vanilla ice platinum? That's just ridiculous Excuse my French, but profanity is all I knew And to your other sellouts, oh yeah, FQ2 And let it be known, I'm not the one to step to You better off calling D-Nice to your rescue Freestyle fanatic, probably the best around As for corny MC, like Chuck D, I shut him down The article dawn of hip-hop, and I won't stop The five for the seven has come to wreck nut shot So do like Michael Jackson and remember the time Put on your dance and choose a song Cause you sure can't rhyme Big up, big up <laughs> Put on your dance and choose or something because you sure can't rhyme. He attacks so many, so many in that one verse. Goodness gracious. Even by that point, Vanilla Ice was a, he was a soft target. Yeah, he was a soft target. People were piling on him, but that was dope. Yeah, but that that last one was the MC Hammer bong against the head. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So then... 
Um, I'm believing this same kind of interim period between albums, and maybe before, maybe after. We got, uh, well, I'll jump in. I'll throw in the the jazz remix. We got the jazz remix. Oh yeah, Fife. Introductions, cause you know who I be, the wife dog. Yep, the one who loves to slaughter MCs. I got style, grace, errors on my tabs. I like my girl Patrice Russian, yo, I appazazz. Now, most people remember Fife from the Fife like smoothness. But now it's time to hit you with the roughneck rudeness. I'm still vexed, human, got to come raw. The first punk who tries to flex, I'll be cracking your jaw. I'll mold you, fold you, roll you up like a split. Don't ever try for test or else that will get whipped. I'm forever popping junk, it's like a fat invite. To any MC who wants to flex, we can do this tonight. Tell up my posse up on Lindy and 192. Pull up my brothers from Cincinnati, the Brooklyn Zoo. All my crew up in Strong Island, so yo don't sleep. Cause it only takes a beat to watch that get beat. Brothers wanna play rough, but they can all get some. Wanna be hero with your zero, that means you get nothing. Don't ever try to step to a kid you can't get with. Why mess with a brother that your girl once slept with? I'm an eagle, he's an eagle. Wanna be an eagle too, but beating on a girl is something that a push would do. I love jazz, but that doesn't mean that I'm timid. Not really a gangster rapper, but I can swing it for a minute. You got the jazz, you got the jazz, you got the jazz, you got the jazz, you got the jazz. Again. (laughs) I forgot about that one. I mean, it's funny. He's like... He's like the toughest kid in the advanced placement class. (laughs) (laughs) He's a talented and gifted bruiser. Yeah. Because, like, if you you compare him to, like, the real gangster rappers of the time... He would not hold up, but amongst the native tongue crew, like if the native tongue crew was going to get into a rumble, you'd have to put up Fife and my man from uh, De La Soul, Maceo. <laughs> you Maceo, yeah. Those would be my. That would be my tag team. Because he's very. I don't know if it's the like the short, because he's the Napoleon complex or what it is, but he's full of fucking pissing vinegar and ready to rumble <laughs> his confidence is up there yeah it's up there but and again if q-tip did that just the beat just banging like ah yeah i need some fat house speakers all right <laughs> then we'll get to uh hot sex which was yes. from the soundtrack from boomerang uh which was probably Eddie Murphy's last good movie. Hey. Um, what? Hey, why'd you say that? I'm not and as soon as I Yeah, and soon as soon as I said as soon as I, I tried to combat it, I tried to think of another movie and I couldn't think of one. <laughs> Pluto Nash <laughs> Norbit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, this is uh Feist verse from Hot Sex on the Platter. Oh wait, wait. Oh wait! I'll stop. What? No, no, no! I saw the movie. He was Eddie Murphy was in Dreamgirls. Continue. <laughs> That's not an Eddie Murphy movie. That's not an Eddie Murphy joint. <laughs> Here we go. Hey, yo, who wanna put a fight for a long time? No hear from suckers walking around talking about they can get some, but 
driver's line cipher. No can do. And if you take out for dope, then ask the other two when I proceed to let you know exactly how to flow. I'm not a lord doctor, so just suckle with the hoe. Oops, my mistake. I didn't know you went with her. Should I run down the line of all the kids are done here? Don't be bitter. I hear that honey resembles a critter. Heard she likes it two one one like my man John Ritter. But back to the subject, you can't catch wreck. You must give respect to earn respect. Suckers think they can hurt me 'cause now it's best. You're full of jokes. Well, yo, your name ain't Flex. I got the riches, the bitches. I'm large like a Huxable. You think you're all that, but your girl's quite doable. Yeah, I'm telling you, G, to back up off me. I'm not a man called Hawk, but I ain't Mr. Softy. Rapping is a art coming straight from the heart. So forget the chalk because the action got scars. Mm. Again, just more, more fire. Um, you know what I missed to talk about the part where he disses um New Jack Swing. Oh yeah, yeah. Strictly hard track. Not a New Jack Swing. Yeah, yeah. That that got Q-tip lumped up. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's why he was. So go ahead and explain for people who are under thirty. So people under 30, New Jack Swing was a style of music that was uh, mostly produced by Teddy Riley, who was a producer and he was in a group called Guy. But he also had these a bunch of rappers who did this R&B influenced rap music, including Heavy D and Rex and Fett, who had a crew in Harlem who happened to see Q-Tip from A Tribe Called Quest at the Apollo Theater and they jumped them outside the Apollo Theater, they beat him up so bad that he had like a strain or something in his one of his eyes. So he ended up needing like glasses after that. He had some like astigmatism after that. And it became a big thing because the Tropical Quest was down with Zulu Nation, which is a very big crew of people, but mostly former gang members. Mm. So they were all pro-black, red, black, and green, but most of them lived not too far from Harlem. And they were known for sneak attacking people. So uh, I remember I don't know if it was Farrakhan or 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 a brother, one of the brothers from the Nation of Islam, had to do this uh, coalition where they got everybody together and did a peace meeting to calm the to make the peace between the Rex and Effect crew who and their Harlem people, which wasn't really that big, and the Zulu Nation to squash the beef between these two crews. So Tropical Quest had serious beef. It was all because of fights one shot off line. But I always say that Rex and Effect beefed and jumped Q-Tip but they never said a word to Ice Cube exactly. for saying you can New Jack swing on my nuts. Yeah. They never <laughs> dared. They never dared to say anything to any of those West Coast cats. And Ice Cube and Lynch Mob was always New York. Yeah. And back... See, and again, people under 30, there was a time when Ice Cube wasn't the guy smiling in the Barbershop 3 billboards. Ice Cube, because we didn't we didn't have all the behind-the-scenes info and the internet, and the, we didn't know what was really going on, and we didn't know about people's real lives, and some of these rappers, you didn't know who, you know, you should maybe have some legitimate fear behind. Um, but yeah. Fife said uh, strictly hardcore tracks, not a new jack swing, and then went on about his business. And <laughs> Rex and Effects took took offense and took it out on poor Q-Tip. So in the when you YouTube the uh, hot sex video for Tribe, Q-Tip's rapping in this 
crazy black mask, which right. um, I saw the video, saw him in the mask, didn't understand, and it wasn't until like the source or something came out that explained it that with the source was a magazine. It's like a printed, <laughs> it's printed on its words, printed on paper, and you pick it up and you pay money, <laughs> buy it in the store. It wasn't until they printed a story that I knew what happened, and that's how information, you know, got around cross coast is in magazines. So, um, but yeah, I mean, the song was cool, and like Dre said, Ice Cube said, "You can do Jack Swing on my nuts," and and by the way, Rex and Effect was. For those who may not remember, that's the Ruma Zoom Zoom in the Poom Poom Just Shake Your Rump group. Right. So, I don't, and I don't see where they had a hardcore leg to stand on. You, you want another Andre Cole connection? Yeah, I was in a Rex and Effect video what? that you you will never ever 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 find. And if anybody shaker. ever, no, it wasn't Rump Shaker. <laughs> it was like... the video. It was their album after Rump Shaker, and they tried to re. You know, they always try to you go to the well too many times. They try to go yeah. to the well again. And of course, they had an extra crazy big budget for this video. And it was called Top Villain. They called it Top Villain after Audio 2's classic Top Villain song. And they had like a bunch of girls at a mansion in the Hamptons. And it was crazy. And I'm in that video. And I was in the video, not because I wanted to be in the video. I was an intern for the record label and they needed somebody to, to sit in a chair and fake trip a girl with a big butt and I had to be that guy. There's like there's like Dre sit in the chair. Yeah, Dre sit in the chair. She trips over your foot. And so What? Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm looking this up. I'm looking at it right now. You won't, you won't find it. <laughs> what do you mean I won't find the video? Yeah, you won't find a music video. I'm looking at the video right now. No, you're not. I I'm looking Where at you, it. Where? Yo, I've it. never seen it. Hey, old man, there's a thing called the internet. <laughs> how'd you how'd you find it? What oh, is this box called the internet? Wow. Let me find you tripping. It was out by the pool? By it's the by pool the pool. Thing? Well, ladies and gentlemen, so I'm not delaying this. What I'm going to do is I'm going to find this scene. Email I'm it going, to me. I'm going to screenshot it. And no. then I'm going to post it at theliberator.com. Uh, Don't do that. With this episode because, I mean, you put it out there now. Everybody's going to go look for it. I haven't seen this. I'm like, oh, wow. And all I did was this. I've, I've YouTubed this before. And I've never found it. Yeah. Maybe somebody needs to come show you how to work your VCR. My, my VCR is blinking 12. I'll tell you this. I've seen this video maybe twice in the record companies, like in a record company, but that was it. Well, just as long as you're not out there like MC Hammer pumps in the bump. <laughs> no, and I'm wearing jeans by a pool. Yeah, so gangster. <laughs> All right, well, I'll find that. Um, so yeah, so that was Hot Sex and we got another story. Now, this other song, this next one I'm going to play his verse from, I'm not sure exactly when this came out. I'm pretty sure it was like a B-side or something. I checked their discography and their singles and couldn't find it, but the song's called uh, One Two Shit. And I'm going to check out Fife's verse on this. 
right here. Question, why is it that MCV Wack and major labels want to sound all that crap? Hey, yo, funk that. Word to life, I'm coming rough. Cause once you add the hip to the hot kid, it equals out to love. If the beat's fat, I use it. So whack shit, I lose it. Refuse it. How could you choose it? It stinks, renews it. Put down the mic, kid, cause you gets no doubt. How long did it take for you to see you can't rap? The name is Fife Dog, and I got enough styles. It doesn't take long for me to get buck wild. So bust when I'm swinging, what I'm swinging when I swing. I rap when I rap, cause I never wanna sing. Go ask the last and see what happened when he said battle. I bust his ass in Cleveland, now we sleepless in Seattle. Rude boy official coming with the ill grammar. Coming back on kids like Joey Montana. We be the three MCs and make your mind go batty. Mad play on WKRP in Cincinnati. So Lord send a hand and if you can't send a hand, send a man. And if you can't send a man, come yourself. Cause all these by NMCs lied them something else. See I kick the styles that'll make your ass melt. Money on my mind, so never mind a trick. New York is the town and the team is the Knicks. World's greatest five footer ripping parties apart. Here comes Shahid with the big green shark. Never had to rhyme about feeling one with ledge. Never mind that, man. Here come the drink. I mean, Fife now, like you mentioned before, that he sounded more comfortable. Yeah. I mean, he's just like, whatever, I got this, and just rough. Yeah, he's he's ready. And this, he was he was ready by this album. I mean, after that the first album came out, all the everything that followed that, he was just ready. Like you could tell, his pen game was ready. He was always ready to like challenge people after that. Yeah, it's impressive. Fife. All right, so now, so those were some songs that came out while we were waiting for album number three, which they dropped, and it was another just classic. I mean, the beat on point, the rhymes on point, just, it was spectacular in every uh, sense. And a lot of people, you know, this this under 30 crowd I keep referencing, um, knows Midnight Marauders. And in 2000, I guess it was 2010, uh, they performed at Rock the Bells and... In the Michael Rappaport documentary, they're showing their performance from, I think, 2008. And then they came back a couple years later and did it. And fortunately, I made it to the L.A. show. And it was one of the greatest uh, hip-hop live performances I've ever seen. And what they did is they performed the entire album. And then they threw in uh, a couple of songs from you know, uh, People's Instinctive and Low End. I believe Buster Rhymes came out when they did Scenario, and uh, it was just incredible. There was some reason why West Coast Dre chose not to go, and, um, you know, bad on him. But it's one of the things that kind of makes me sad about Fife's passing is that it means that we will never see, like, a Tribe Called Quest show. Like, no reunion show, no one-off, no special performance, nothing. Like, like that's it. If you didn't get yeah. a chance to see them, we won't get to see them, and that's unfortunate. Yeah, and real real quick, they performed recently on a, on a Tonight Show, like, their first, you know, performance, television performance, like, 15 years, last last year, like, November or December. Yeah. And then, and then right I'm gonna say right before that or right after that, right after that, in December, 
Buster they had a big concert here in New York. I think actually it was in Jersey. It was called Buster Rhymes and Friends. And they performed the scenario remix with everybody there, which was incredible. And I wish I was there, but I saw like clips of it. I think we were doing a podcast that night. One of the versions, that, one of the ones that didn't work out because your, right. your my daughter, daughter went. Yep, my daughter was there. That's right. And you were like, what? What? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> she sent you a message like, what? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 sad. Like, we can't, you know, we're not going to be able to take our families to go out to Vegas and catch a Tribe Called Quest live at the, you know, MGM Grand. So, yeah. um, but as we move to Midnight Marauders, uh, now, you know, Tribe Called Quest is well established as uh, one of the most significant uh, groups in hip hop, lyrically, artistically, musically, the whole thing. And Midnight Marauders dropped, and the first song, uh, Steve B. Go, stir it up, stir it up, Steve B. Go. And what's interesting about this is we went from Fife having no presence on the first album to him being on almost every song on this album. So we'll kind of run through these because there are a few more, a lot yeah, more to get through. So I'm going to hit this one. Steve Biko. Linden Boulevard represent, represent, Zen Tribe Core Quest represent, represent, Zen. The mic is in my hand. I'm never hesitant. My favorite jam back in the day was Eric B for president. Step to me, you're over. Brothers wanna flex, you're not mad cobra. MC short and black, there ain't no other. other. Plenty born black like me, your long's grandmother. Tipping shot, they all that. Pipe dog ditto, honey, tell you, man, to chill, chill. Or else you'll be a widow. widow. Did not you know that my style's a top dollar? The five foot assassin, I can fleas off his collar. Hip hop scholar, since me and the hot to a duck. The hide of Muggsy Bowes, complexion of a hockey puck, you better ask somebody on how we flip the script. Come to a tribe show and watch the three kids rip, rip. Queezers in the house represent, represent, Zen. A tribe called Quest represent, represent, Zen. No teaming up the style, cause it gets a red print. A tribe called Quest represent, represent, Zen. Uh-huh, here we go. You know that I'm the rebel, throwing out the wicked like God did the devil. Funky like your grandpa's drawers. Don't test me, we in like that. You're dead like Presley. Presley When we coming through, get tickets to see me We work for the paper so there'll never be a preemie Lyrics are abundant cause we got it by the mass, mass. Egos are at idol cause the music is the jazz Venezuela on the pitch, curveball, catch it I think I got it locked, just move while I latch it Right, right. now I must move with the quickness Here comes Shaheed so we must bear the witness Stir it Represent, represent a drop for quest. 
Just represent, represent The dog is scientific with the styles I invent A drop for quest, represent, represent MCs like to metal, but here's my proposition I let my lyrics flow and jump to whole position I'm radical with this like the man as long as after Settle down, what's the reason for the laughter? I really can't say, I guess I'll have to keep a crying So much going on, people killing, people dying But I won't dwell on that, I think I'll elevate my mental Thanks for these bars on the Vico Instrumental Yo, I'll take it back, I'm the Indian giver MCs take notes as I stand and deliver Percussion is a nest, these wear the vest Why they dodging bullets? You should be dodging quests Don't get me wrong, violence is not a forte I just like to rhyme, kick the lyric skills like Pele Tip educator, my rhymes are strictly tabbled all right so this time if i've made it to the starting lineup and he set the album off uh yep. and let's just jump into award tour which was next up kick, kick, kick. back in 89 i simply slid in the place buddy 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 all up in your face a lot of kids was busting rhymes but they had no taste some said quest was whack but now is that the case to have a mic in my hand Without that, it's like kryptonite and Superman So Shahid come in with the sugar cuts Fife doors my name, but on stage call me Dynamite When was the last time you heard the fight was sloppy? Lyrics anonymous, you never hear me copy Top notch, baby, never coming less Sky's the limit, you got to believe up in quests Sit back, relax, get up off the path If not that, here's the dance floor Come move that ass Non-believers, you can check the stats I run with Shahid and the brother Abstract Niggas know the time when Quest is in the jam I never let a statue tell me how nice I am Coming with more hits than the Braves and the Yankees Living mad fat like a oversized man B, the wackest crews try to diss it Makes me laugh when my track record's longer than a DC-20 aircraft So next time that you think you want something here Make something different, take that garbage to say no Classic right there and, I uh, never let a statue tell me how nice I am. Classic, <laughs> classic, classic. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, what can you say? Like he had totally. Or I, I still can't believe that this is Mr. Dinkins. Won't you please be my mayor? You'd be doing a really big favor. Like now he's just like, I'll rip your head off. I'm wild with lyrics. Um, my man. So now we get to this is where you wanted to where you wanted to skip ahead to. Right. Eight million stories. And this is this song's unique because it is one of only maybe one or two songs where it's only Fife. There's lots of songs where it's all Q tip, but this is one that's only uh Fife. So this and he's is, always doing story rhyme. I think all of his solo songs are story songs. Yeah, I never. I think you're right. I think he always does stories, which is even more impressive. I always, yeah, anybody who can put together a coherent story in lyrical form is gets extra points in my book. So, uh, yeah, here. Eight million stories. Here we go. Went to Carville to get a milkshake. This honey ripped me off for all my loop kicks. The car, oh yeah, there's money in my jacket. Somebody broke into my ride and co-macked it. Yo, Tip, I tell you, man, the devil's trying it. But I'm gonna stay strong, cause I ain't buying it. Tonight I'm taking Sherry out. I don't have jack to wear. You know I got to look dipped in the fresh to gear. 
I found something, so I ironed it. I think I caught up on the phone, oh shit, I'm frying it. Will someone tell me what did I do to deserve this? I think I'll pull out my seat for Sunday service. My little brother wants Barney, cool, I'm getting it. Took him down to KB, they ain't selling it. Here we go with the crime, yo, he's throwing fits. My blood pressure's blowing up, I can't take the shit. I finally got what he wanted, now he's good to go. Again, the rival smash, where's my radio? What's how my car was in the shop, I had to borrow, see? They had no mercy on the car, Leo will kill me. Where the hell can Nikki be? I'm gonna smack her up. I got two tickets for the Knicks and she gon' stiff me up. I need to hit a honey off, drill me past the phone. Pulled out my fucker hose. Oh, yo, Sheila's home. Steady smiling like a mother, yo, I'm wrecked to bone. Went down on hun, she's in the red zone. Stressed out more than anyone could ever be. Forever trying to clear the samples for my new upbeat. Everybody knows I go to Georgia often. Got on the flight and I ended up in Boston. With all these trials and tribulations, yo, I've been affected. And to top it off, stars got ejected. Help me out, man. My girl was stressing me. Now her best friend being dressing me. But I was loving her by the moon ray. Now I'm tricking on her like Kente. Water bagger isn't from the smoke shop. Walking towards the car, here come the damn cops. Now I'm stationed bound for the tie sticks. I bought it for my man, I don't believe this shit. Coach sat me down from the ball team. Cause I was breaking niggas on the NCs. Some niggas crossed town was trying to stick me. All I had was shorts, a dollar fifty. Picked up this girl in the hoopty Just because her aunt she tried to suit me Pay for this, pay for that, loot for nails in here Who the hell you think I am, Mr. Belvedere? Go and get a bloody job, then can we look cute? Even if you give me boots, you never see my loot She wasn't even all of that, just another hooker Simply turn that ass away quick like Chucky Booker Sometimes you got to put the holes in the friggin' place Just move from in front me with your body fierce that it's interesting because i mean it was a great rhyme and stories but it's that thing we were talking about earlier with the uh misogyny like right. you know she wasn't all of that just another hooker right uh, sometimes you got to put the hose in her friggin' place like eh, like let's not like i mean it is what it is but that was know. also that that was also that time of, of hip-hop that that era in hip hop when everything was just misogyny, everything like 
it was just it got it got to be crazy like you know 93 that's when you know the gangster rap was big everybody had to be hard everybody had to put down women everybody you know it was a whole was a whole and that's what it became and you know as opposed kinda, to now <laughs> it was extra bad then yeah now 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 they're just you know they're, now they're so far gone they're, it's their norm it's their, exactly it's so they're so far gone now yeah. back then they were trying to prove a point now they just don't care yeah well after that uh we had suck a nigga whoever you are and again so Dilla is he's working with them now on the production I or is believe it still so. exclusively Q-Tip no it's still I'm looking at it now it says it's still Q-Tip and Skiff Anselm and Large Professor I mean Q-Tip really needs to be in these conversations and discussions when people are talking about like producers because Clearly, this influenced Dilla, this influenced Kanye, this influenced... I mean, I doubt it influenced Dr. Dre, but... um, But I don't think Q-Tip is really... Gets the credit that that he probably should. So, after Second Nigga, we had Midnight, which... Fife is not on. Right, that was the... The Q tip song. Yeah. That was I think that was Q tip story song. Yeah. Then we can get down, which he is on, and so we're gonna check that verse out right now. I'm not your average MC with the Joe Smoke flow. If you don't know me by now, you never know. Stepping on my critics, beating on my foes. The plan is to stay focused only then I can go. Straight from the heart, I represent hip hop. I beat three albums deep, but I don't wanna go pop. Too many candy rappers seem to be at the top. Too much candy is no good, so now I'm closing the shop. Crush your competition like your tires on grapes. My rhyme styles be bending like a Ron G tape. My man, where you going? You can't escape. When the tribe is in the house, it means nobody is safe. How can a reverend preach when a rep can't define the music of our youth from 1979? We rap by what we see, meaning reality. From people busting caps like Mandela being free. Not every MC be with the negativity. We have a slew of rappers pushing positivity. Hip-hop will never die, yo. It's all about the rap. So Mayor Barry smoking crack. The speech about that. The trash you talk won't matter. That old bogus chatter. The more that you condemn us, it only makes us better. When I talk, I know I'm talking for hip-hop. From Mayor Barry smoking crack, let's preach about that. Yeah, that was a tough line. And for Jeez, people, that was a tough line. for again for the under thirty crowd. Um, <laughs> Because of all the misogyny in hip hop, because of the rise of gangster rap, there were a lot of um, pundits and politicians and such who uh, were condemning hip hop, going so far as to even bring out steamrollers and roll over cassettes and CDs. And uh, at the same time, which you just heard in that verse, Fife calls them out for that because you had. Uh, Marion Barry, who was the mayor of Washington, D.C., 
uh, got caught smoking crack. That bitch set me up. And yeah, exact uh, quote. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not making that up. That was that was on the on the tape. And uh, so yeah, Fife makes the point. Like coming back, there were very few articulate responses to the uh, attacks that hip hop was uh, receiving from outside forces and groups. So we can get down. Then we get into electric relaxation, which is another just incredible, incredible production, classic song. And we'll jump right to the uh, Fife verse. And shout out to Ama for eventually explaining to me what Q-Tip was saying on the hook, Pete. Uh-huh. If I was working at the club, you would not pay. Hey, yo, my man Fife Diggy, he got something to say. I like him brown, yellow, Puerto Rican, and Haitian. Mm. Name is Fife Dork from the Zulu Nation. Told you in the jam that we could get down. Now let's knock the boots like the group H-Town. You got BBD all on your bedroom wall. But I'm above the rim and this is how I bore. A gritty little something on the New York street. This is how I represent over this here beat. Talking about you. Yo, I took you out. Perceptions on my mind pulled the whole damn route. My mind was in a frenzy in a horny state. But I couldn't drop dimes because you couldn't relate. You couldn't relate. You couldn't relate. Stretch out your legs, let me make you fall. Drive you insane, drive you up the wall. Staring at your dome piece, very strong. Stronger than pride, stronger than Teflon. Take it on the ab and you buy me links. Now I want a pound of food tang until it stinks. You could be my mama and I'll be your boy. Original road boy, never am I coy. You could be a shorty in my ill convoy. Not to come across as a thug or a hood. But hun, you got the goods, like Madeline Wood. By the way, my name's Malik, the five foot freak. They say we get together by the end of the week. She simply said no, label me a hoe. I said, how you figure? My friends tell me so. I hate when silly groupies wanna run the yap. Word to God, hun, I don't get down like that. I'll have you weak in the knees that you can hardly speak. Or we could do like Uncle Ella swinging up in my jeep. Keep it on the down, yo, we keep it discreet. See, I'm not the type of kid to have my biz in the streets. If my mom don't approve, then I'll just be low. Let me take the little man from inside the boat. Let me hit it from the back, girl, I won't catch a hernia. Bust off on your couch, now you got Siemens furniture. Shy, he fight for the... Five, killing it. Killing Killed it. Killed it. Killed it. Killed it. Bust off on your couch, now you got Siemens furniture. I think almost every line in that song from him was a classic line. Oh, man. Fife. <laughs> Again, this is, this is just another reason to watch the, uh, <clears throat> the documentary because they go into great detail about, uh, about that line, about Siemens furniture and his, his wordplay on that and it's interesting because in that section of the uh, of the documentary, the Beastie Boys are talking about it, and then Chris Lighty is also talking about it. So right in that little segment, you have uh, people who are no longer with us uh, wow. talking about you know the rhyme from unfortunately someone else who is no longer with us. But wow. 
Let me hit it from the back, girl. I won't catch a hernia. Bust off on your couch. Now you got Siemens furniture. Oh, man. That's incredible. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just going to laugh. <laughs> oh, man. Rap. Hip-hop. Uh, after electric relaxation, then we get to clap your hands. And uh, let's see. What's five got on this? Clap your hands. Brothers know the flaze when the quest gets loose. Slamming sucker duckers like the wrestlers zoo. Crazier than Tupac in the flick called Juice. Cock is longer than a hat one by Dr. Seuss. Love a girl in Daisy Dukes like the kids called Duke. Kids paid to sex the hoochie like my main man Luke. Control the mic like Denzel on the girls. Whack him, he's beyond the nuts like Rocket J. Squirrel. The worst thing in this world is the sucker MC. Favorite rap group in the world is EPMT. Can't forget the daylight due to originality. And if I ever went solo, my favorite MC would be me. If I talk up in the house, I give a shout out to Snoopy. Peace to all the questions to help with the groupies like uh, Rafa Samazzi, Brooklyn to Dodger, Laverne to Shirley, Rerun to Roger, Brent to the Stimpy, Girl to Hardy, Q-Tip and Piper. They mash up the party, kick the rhymes and more rhymes, kick the beats and more beats. We'll have you scratching in your head like Shaheen on techniques. For those who want to oppose and take a stand, but for now, just shut your shit and clap your hands. Q-Tip and Pfeiffer. We mash up the party. Crazy. And on that electric relaxation, I forgot my... I got so caught up in the Siemens furniture. (laughs) I forgot. I like them on yellow Puerto Rican and Haitian. That's dope. Yeah, that line is just like... Especially when you pass, a lot of people posted that line as like a favorite. Yeah. And the thing like. He started off with that horrible rhyme flow. Then on low end, he just got raw, like, whoa. Yeah. Now he's getting clever. Very clever. He's yeah. very clever all over um, all over Midnight Marauders. Yeah. Then then we get to, oh my, oh my gosh, yes, oh my God. So let's hear the five-foot assassin on, oh my God. That's like one for the trouble, two for the bass. You know the style tip, it's time to flip this. I like my beats hard like two-day-o shit. Steady eating booty MCs like cheese grits. My man, I'll be sure he's in effect mode. Used to have a crush on doing for men vote. It's not like honey dick will want to get with me. But just in case I own my condoms, then TLC. Now the formula is this me, Tip and Ali. For those who can't count, it goes one, two, three. The empty, they pick up is who I be. Brothers find it's hard to do, but never me. Some brothers try to dip for Malik. You see him pitching me, not care about them DBMC. My shit is hitting. Trini Gladiator, Anti-Hesitator. Shahid Push the Vader. From here to Grenada. Mr. Energetic, who me sound pathetic. When's the last time you heard a funky diabetic? When's the last time you heard a funky diabetic? Funky diabetic. Yeah. Now that was classic. Yeah. And again, another reason to watch the documentary is because he mentions uh, 
he talks about that line in particular and the response that he got from people who then, you know, suddenly became aware of his health issues and would ask him, yo, man, you, you keeping up on your, you know, you eating right, you working yeah. out, you taking care of yourself. It and, became a hip hop like health check for him. Yeah. And uh, but the other the interesting thing about that song is you had the line that scratched out. And oh, yeah. On most of the remixes, it's also scratched out. But me, I have, uh, you know, went deep into my collection and I found a remix in which it wasn't scratched out. So I'm going to play that section right now. Are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> yeah, because it's part of part of the Fife catalog. Oh, Here we go. Oh, right. Yeah. Want to get with me? Well, just in case I own more condoms than TLC. Now the formula is this me, Tip and Ali. For those who can't count, it goes one, two, three. The antibody boy, big up is who I be. Brothers find it's hard to do, but never me. So on that, the part that's not scratched out is I'm the antibody boy, which yeah. is basically... Uh, I don't know if it's particular to Jamaica, but it's essentially slang for uh, gay, homosexual. Basically, it's the equivalent of fag. Um, And someone back in 1993, when this album came out, had the good sense to scratch that on the original version. So if we go back and listen, let me see if I can just hopefully jump right to that part. It's not like Honey Dick will want to get with me But just in case I own my condoms Then TLC Now the formula is this Me tipping Ali For those who can't count It goes one, two, three The anti big up is who I be Brothers So That's how That was the original version And they scratched it out And on most of the remixes They've scratched it out Which is Wise Because especially now That doesn't fly Back then um, It wasn't cool But it was pretty much accepted in hip hop that it was okay to make anti gay slurs. It's just, you know, yeah. par for the course. It's, um, I've discussed with people that nigga, bitch, and fag are like the three sort of like, I don't want to say pillars of <laughs> filth in hip hop that I could do without. But you know, it's like our dirty, our dirty laundry. Because I like that three pillars of filth. I like that. Yeah. And the the thing that's crazy is even the quote unquote positive rappers, brand Nubians had some very like they were oh, they very had. like I'll fag I'll beat you up and you know you just got whipped yeah. like a faggot in the clink. Um, yeah. Common, same thing. Uh. Take a dive like Greg Luganus with his faggot ass. And then yeah. they eventually kind of scrubbed that. Uh, so, you know, it was, you know, now, hopefully, I mean, I know there's certain rappers who they have no idea this discussion is even taking place. But, um, you know, hip hop, at least for people who are the quote unquote positive rappers of today, wouldn't engage in that kind of uh dialogue so that's that's a plus but fife you know he was uh, a product of his of his day and you know that's the music so 
that's part of his catalog not the entirety of it but you know it's there and we're not gonna gloss over it so <clears throat> after oh my god we're coming getting near the end of the album then there's keep it rolling so let's hear Fife's verse there Once again, I flip shit crazier than a busload full of Jerry's kids. <laughs> now that's not politically correct, but that is a crazy line. I mean, come on. <laughs> and the reason why I'm laughing is because it's so ridiculously it's just so ridiculously offensive that you're like it that it's fun it's like it's it's like that offensive joke by the very good comedian where yeah. you laugh but you're like i can't believe i'm laughing at this and yeah that's what it is. like you gotta say ooh, and then you're right. laughing <laughs> right exactly i have you left without a job like isaac from the love boat love boat perfect for those under 30 love oh, boat no. was a tv show and there was a black guy on there named isaac he looked like one of the whispers and <laughs> i don't know ted lange is i think his name yep. and i don't think he ever worked again on anything other than maybe he showed up on fresh prince of bel-air playing isaac from the love boat but other right. than that right he he was he he kind of made the rest of his acting career the like I'm Isaac from the Love Boat kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so then we have the Chase Part 2. And I got to say, man, every time I play one of these, Q-Tip, man, is moving up on my list of greatest producers. Producing. This is incredible. Great production. I remember this album was incredibly produced. Like, the both of them, the, the Low End Theory and this one, yeah. were incredibly, they produced production was crazy. And really, like, different sounds. Yeah. Very different. And, uh, again, in that documentary, Q-Tip goes into his process and sort of breaks down. And so the ability to hear, even though I understand with hip, it's sampling, but the ability to hear just the right drum or just the right section of a song and pull that out and piece it together and make what we're hearing is some genius level shit that, um, because I think that highly of him. I will forgive that weird garment he was wearing on that Jimmy Fallon Tonight Show performance. So, 
I don't know what the hell that was, but here we go. Fife, the chase, part two. Damn, Fife, you got fat. Yeah, I know it looks pathetic. Ali Shaheed Muhammad got me doing calisthenics. Uh. Needless to say, boy, I'm bad to the bone. Making love to my mic like Jerome on the phone. But um, no time for talks. There's bills to be paid. What? Toes to be laid. What? Punks to be sprayed. What? Chumps to attack. So my man, watch your back. 93 means skills are a must. So never lie. Uh. Sit back and learn. Come now, watch the birdie. Your styles are incomplete. Same as Vinny Tester birdie. Battling? Whenever. Yeah. Hot damn. Oh my god, Fife. That Testa Birdie line yes. is classic. Yes. Your styles are incomplete, same as Vinny Testa Birdie. Oh. And for those under 30, yeah. <laughs> Vinny Testa Birdie is a cube is a quarterback. He, and this in this time he was a Jets quarterback. Uh-huh. And he could never get the ball into a receiver's <laughs> hands. And Fife is a Jets fan and hated him so much. <laughs> oh, man. Who even thinks of that? Come now, watch the birdie. Your styles are incomplete, same as Vinny Testa birdie. Wow. But then also in there, he slips in more of those hoes. There's hoes to yeah. be laid, punks to be sprayed. You know, yeah. but Fife, you know. The, the tough guy in the in the AP calculus class. <laughs> and then, and again, just another ridiculous beat. I can't. It's just whew. like if you put Fife's verses over some other beat, it, it might be okay. But this is just uh, the milkshake. The milkshake. The milkshake brings the all milkshake. the boys to the yard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lyrics to go. Lyrics to go is the next, uh, the penultimate song on here. I think I used that right, but even yes, if I did. didn't, here it is. I know it's been two years, but see the job was never falling. Would have tried for singing, but that stuff was not my calling. So you know I'm never stalling Walking through the door and all them suckers started hauling Talk a lot of trash but no one could seem to beat it Pull out your microphone and watch the fight for make you eat it The MCs they get jelly when the girlies up my belly Kick a slow dance like my brother R. Kelly Today's a hip-hop draft, will I be top-seeded? Work too freaking hard while all the rest will get weeded Steady kicking style so I can reach that other level Don't worry about getting gas, I push the pedal to the metal Always wanted this cause it surely beats a scramble I'm Jordan with the mic, huh Wanna gamble? This I dedicate to all the honeys that be bubbling. Cause at the end of the night, you know Malik will have his Trojans. But when it comes to nights like this, I got lyrics to go. Lyrics to go. Lyrics to go. Killing it. Killing it. He he was he was definitely in his uh he was in his wheelhouse as they say. He was yeah. he was just flowing. And for those under thirty. Those shoes that you're beating yourselves up to buy, um, the Jordans. He was an actual basketball player who was pretty good. And along with being one of the possibly the greatest basketball player of all time, he had a bit of a gambling problem. So that came out and there was a faux investigation, but he was probably betting on his own games. Who knows? But yeah. I'm Jordan with the mic. Huh, wanna gamble? I mean <laughs> Just, he's got it all. He's just, just ridiculous on this. 
And, uh, you know, so the last song on the album, and also that the song that we just heard in the documentary, Buster Rhymes said the beat made him cry. He had to pull his car over it because it just oh yeah made him cry. But, I mean, these are some... When I play these and hear the beats, it's just... I gotta, I gotta give Q-Tip a lot more props and respect, but because sometimes you kind of just, I've heard this album so many times and these songs so many times that, you know, I tend to kind of overlook like the the serious quality that I'm dealing with. Like this is next level Jedi. Well, I don't, I don't even know. It's, it's, well, it's, well, it was his his production was also part of the beef that they had because he always said that the songs are produced by the group. Um, Uma? even if he, yeah, yeah, or he was well, remember Uma came a little bit later, but he oh. would always say all songs produced by our Tribe Called Quest, and most of it was him. Like you know, ninety percent of it was him, and so he never took individual credit for it, and that comes up in the documentary. They had that that big argument they had. Where he, came the blows or whatever he says i never said it was me i never said it was me oh. and then, you know and so that was the whole thing of like you know he was you know but you know it wasn't like I mean, life wasn't doing anything life was <laughs> holding it down with yeah. the lyrics. but i mean q-tip it was man yeah he should have said it was him like <laughs> i mean that was nice they should have thanked him <laughs> for including him in his you know yeah but so the last song on Midnight Marauders, the last song as we take this look at five, what are we, the lyrography? Lyrography, are we gonna call it? Yeah, I guess. Um, it's called the Fife, the Fifeography. Fifeography, <laughs> I like that. The Fifeography, nice. Um, and people don't hit me up on Twitter. I know that Fife put out a solo album, which don't act like you thought it was good because it wasn't and beats rhymes in life and the love movement i don't count those in my tribe called quest you know discography so we're just dealing with the classic material the you know the meat of the fife uh and so this is god lives through which was the last song on the midnight marauders album here it is fifeography there's a million MCs that claim they want some, but see, I create sounds that make your ears go numb. Peace to see zap, yeah, you know how we go. My best friend Steven at the Home Depot. Burlington is in the house, I can't forget Southside. Walk past some seas like that girl did the far side. I'm labeled as the cat's mouth, the MC with the know-how. Act like you know, not now, but right now. Beast of the East on MCs, I have a feast. I eat that ass like quiche, crack a smile like Shanice. Should I Jamaica make a scene? Jamaica Queens, but you can find me out in Georgia or anywhere in between. Now, if my partners don't look good, Malik won't look good. If Malik don't look good, the quest won't look good. If the quest don't look good, the Queens won't look good. But since the sounds are universal, New York won't look good. Picture fight, losing a battle. Come on, get off it. Put down the microphone, son. Surrender, forfeit. Did I hear something about a crew? What they want to do, you better call Mr. Babyface so he can bring out the cool in you. Or it'll be a sad love song being sung by Tony Braxton. 
and I'll dissect you like a fraction. Oh, you wanna be top cat MCs? I pop you like a zit. You wanna be the champion, more like chief some shit. Big up myself every time when it comes to this. MCs be running scared as if they watching the exorcist. I kick more game than a crackhead from Hempstead. My style's a milk, man. You think that I was breastfed? You know the stealer when the dicky dog is on the scene. I dedicate this to all the MCs out of Queens. That goes for Onyx LL Run DMC. Canelli, Nasty Nas, and the Extra P. We need to charge it up and down, man, they ain't no other. Enough respect to all my beats that made the album cover. Yo, tip, don't worry, none. You know I get the party jumping. Get on the mic and break them off a little, little something. Yo, tip, don't worry, none. You know I get the party jumping. Get on the mic, my man, and break them off a little something. Did I hear something about a crew, what they want to do? You better call Mr. Babyface so he can bring out the cool in you. Come on. <laughs> or it'll be a sad love song being sung by Tony Braxton. I'll dissect you like a fraction. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, from beginning to end, it was just, you know, incredible. Like, at this point, it wasn't as shocking to hear him as it was on low end when he came out and just went wild but right. like i said now he's got the subtleties he's like he's like got the seasoning he's not just raw he's like he can give it to you hard he can pull back he can tell a story he can throw in a little metaphor you know it's just a simile whatever he needs to do to get his message across he can be political throw those lines in there but from from Mr. Dinkins wants to please be my mayor to Onyx LL Run DMC Akinelli Nasty Nasen the extra P like the the growth is magnificent and like like a three three year span yeah and I'll, and I'll say this that when he passed away I got a lot of calls from my people in Queens everybody from Queens people were texting me calling me like oh I can't believe fight has gone and in that song in particular, you see how much he represented Queens. I mean, he shouted out the neighborhood I grew up in, Laurelton, which people you know, we maybe have three top uh, hip hop references. And it's just like crazy for him to say it the way he said it because he like leads with it. He leads like his whole Queen shout out with Laurelton, which is like he was he was a front blow. He was from St. Albans, like which was, you know, I guess adjoining neighborhoods. But they, for you to be like, I'm gonna shout, you know, all the neighborhoods in Queens, all the rappers in Queens. I'm a, he rep, he represented the neighborhood well. Yeah, which was you know, always fun. Laurel Ten is in the house. Can't forget the South Side. South Side, that's right. Uh, so this is the Fifeography. I wish I'd thought of that. We'd come up with that name at the beginning, but it's definitely Sorry. gonna be on the. Uh, on the promo for this episode because I think that we uh, you know this is this is a proper tribute to you know Fife in our own way much better than playing Benita Applebaum and saying you're a legend <laughs> like that's some bullshit K-Day fake ass K-Day um, but yeah this is you know appropriate we went from beginning to end you can kind of see the growth shared our memories and i think that's really what it's about um yeah you know i had i read somewhere that someone said if you 
if you want to be remembered after you've passed on, you need to either write things worth reading or do things worth writing about. And in the case of an artist, create art for people to enjoy even once you're gone. And Fife definitely did that along with Q-Tip, Ali, and I guess Jerobi. Um, but I don't want to say no I love, guess no, Jerobi because no, yeah, no love for consequence. Oh, this is, see, this is that. Yeah, no. Yeah, me and me and uh, West Coast Dre had that argument, which was settled in the movie when the uh, executive from Jive was like, "And who is this consequence guy? And why is he on the record?" Exactly. Yeah, my, my sentiments exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean, Fife will be missed, uh, and really, a tribe called Quest will be be missed in terms of uh, the group performing like. Now we won't ever see Tribe again. We won't ever see yeah. Gangstar, NWA. Uh, you know, De La Soul's got a show coming up later this month that I'm going to go to. And so I hope, you know, Mace is eating right. Um, <laughs> you also hope that there are people out there with their picnic baskets. Oh, yeah. This is, this is going to be a totally different type of show. So this is going to be a real, this is Rhyme Fest LA, which is pretty much oh, the... Nice. The show that's taken the place of um, Rock, Rock the, the Bells. Bells. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, so should be a good show. Um, so what I'm going to do is I found a song that Fife did, because most of his solo stuff, you know, if I ever went solo, my favorite MC would be me. Um, most of his solo stuff I'm not really feeling, but I did find a song called that he made called Dear Dilla. And if you get a chance to see the video, it's basically Fife is in the hospital because of, you know, some diabetes related complications. And Dilla is in the bed right next to him. And he's sort of talking about like a dream that he had. And because uh, Dilla also had medical issues. So um, it's a nice it's a nice tribute. And I'm going to play that. As we go out and uh, the Get Off My Lawn podcast, our Fifeography, checking it in almost three hours long, but he deserves wow. it. And uh, I appreciate you, Dre, because uh, I know it's probably Thanks. like two o'clock in the morning your time. Yeah, my, my wife texted me a text message saying, you're yelling. <laughs> you're yelling. I, guess, I guess I got a little too excited. Because yeah, of Fife. Fife got you hot. I got hyper. Yeah. So yeah. So it's uh. So it's cool. So this, dear Dilla, I'm gonna play this and uh, yeah, we're gonna ride out on this. Rest in peace, Fife. You will be peace, missed. Fife. And uh, Dre, I'll catch you on our next episode. Thanks for having me, man. All right, no problem. Peace. You fam, it's 2005. 
We in the same hospital room. You on one side, I'm on the other. I'm stressed out. But what gave me motivation is you pulling out that MP and banging out some bangers as usual. Nothing ever fazed you, fam. And for that, Let's I miss you. I'ma see you in due time. That's my word, I'ma see you. Frontin' ass rappers down here still in issue. Posing like they hard when we know they all see crew. I'ma tell you, Dilla, why they lacking skills, pal. No stage presence, cadence, style. They living off of hooks. Skinny jean crooks, pre K lyrics. What wanna need a book? I reminisce, reminisce. When Mob dropped Shook, Shan was down by law. Such a good look. Nas got son and his return was still matic. Roots distortion, the static. You in slum, fantastic. Thought I'd chop you out, son. See how you doing. Come back to earth, homie. Hip hop is in the ruins. I'm a third of the tribe, but I'ma speak for the click. What up, though? We miss you, kid. Mother City say. GD, flip another beat for me. GD. GD, flip another beat for me. GD. Should be measured. Uh, I'm dead MC, known that she has displeasure. With the route the game is taking, how mundane things have got. You know, music on a whole. Never mind, just hip hopping. I'm in the club three hours in change. DJ spinning top 40s, we be hearing all day. Some MC the catalog, and yeah, they stay paid. But why pay over one buck when they lip syncing on stage? King of pop, Barry White, rolling over in their grave. Jones girls, emotion saying, girl back in our day. Still a dude, still writing. They wish to be like producer extraordinaire. Knowing them beats be recycled. But on your worst day, they couldn't mess with you. Cats making tea in remembrance of you. Least they can do is give your fam a dime or two. This man gave his heart, this what the hook y'all do. But yo, don't stress me. My yo, word bomb, we got you. Tell by ten, I said what up, wordy right next to you. From NYC to the D, with heavy hearts, we miss you. Word God, wish you were here. So until we meet again, just flip another beat for me, G. G D, flip another beat for me, G. G D, flip another beat for me, G. G D, flip another beat for me, G. Salute. Salute. ATCQ forever. forever.